Welcome to episode 91 of Both Down, the number one Blood Bowl podcast from Stockyard City. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! Howdy, folks. Howdy, indeed. Do you feel like you've ever recovered from Oklahoma Bowl weekend? <laughs> no. No, I really don't. I'm, I'm being serious. This is Steve, a.k.a. Kilowoggy. And I am Scott Prime. Howdy. Um, yeah, so this is our Oklahoma Bowl recap special, which is all about Oklahoma and all the stuff we've done since then, pretty much. Yeah, it up and, and no, I feel like I've been broken by that. Because <laughs> it wasn't just those weeks, it was the weeks leading up to it and the weeks after. Yeah, I feel like I'm still like pretty much road hard, put up wet yeah. type. I can't catch up. Yeah, I agree with that. So... So yeah, that's that's uh, our rundown. So thanks for coming, and we will be yes. back next month. See you next month, everybody. If only. No, <laughs> you're stuck with us for probably a couple hours. Uh, maybe. That's that's cool. They want they want to be here. They're missing out. We've you know we've obviously this is after the Pete episode has gone up, mm-hmm. and people have said they really enjoyed that, and a lot of people who even listened to that and were at the event are like, I really can't wait to hear the wrap up of the event. I'm like, cool. I saw a message from somebody that said that today. Yeah. You know what's funny? I've had Pete. I don't even know if I talked. To, I've talked about this to a few people. I don't know if it made it to the last episode or not. Pete was here for two weeks. Do you know how much stuff I got signed by him? None. None of my Blood Bowl stuff. Yeah, but. He was in my house. I'm not the type of person that gets stuff signed by people anyways. Well, so it doesn't. I don't really care. You know what I mean? I know. We we have the prints. We each are getting custom sketch. You got one coming, so. Right. I know. It's just weird that I had this stuff that I thought I'd get signed just because. I'm not a big signature person, but if you're going to have somebody stay with you, you might as well like. Yeah, but signing seems impersonal. It's like, hey, I can only see you for five seconds. But Junior High Scott would have killed for a signature on these things. Yeah. And I didn't get anything signed by him, except for the prints that he did for me. Right. So, Which have sketches. That's true. It's just odd. Yeah. This whole time. And <laughs> talked about it from, from day one, about, hey, I'm going to have some stuff I want you to sign, you mm-hmm. know, this and that. Never got him to sign anything. It happens. <laughs> it's just odd. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Like, he stayed a week in my house. I didn't bother him for like, Three minutes to sign, like, a couple... <laughs> just, like, the Star Player book. Yeah. And the campaign book from second edition. Just those two things have I been really it. cool. I get it. But I'm I'm kind of like you. Like, signatures are, like, bonus. They're not needed. No. When well, I go to cons, I'd rather talk to the guy for five minutes yeah. than get a signature from the guy. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. You know. Sketches are cool, though. Sketches really are a cool Yeah, thing. that's a whole different thing. Yeah. So, you got a really awesome one. I did. It's like, awesome. Out of all the ones I've seen, you might have gotten the best one. I mean, it's really good. Oh, I, I love it. It yeah. really captures the character. So Steve got a picture done. See, I can't remember what we talked about in the past. So I'm just going to talk. And if we talked about this already, you're just going to have to deal with the folks. Right. Um, Steve got one of his Norse guy, Action Jackson. Jackson, but yeah. Or Jackson or whatever. Anyways. Basically. It's a, it's a play on Action Jackson. Of course. <laughs> Um, it's really cool. It's, it is. Uh, Pete really based it off the miniature and then gave it its own personality too. So 
He really looks like this cool, like Norse shamanish type. Yeah, it's got kind of an Indian feel, like Native American. It's got the the high cheekbones. It's very tribal. Yes, in the same fact that it could be tribal for Norse too. Yes, absolutely. You know what I mean, and and your background is is like he was a member, the captain of the camel claymores mm-hmm. and then eventually he got fed up with it and cocky <laughs> he was a prima donna took, went off on his own part of the group with him so he kind of is like his own tribesman yeah guy, so absolutely yeah it's really really nice piece, yeah i love so. it um, good, i was very happy good stuff um why pete was here he gave jennifer a ner- picture a nurgle character they drew oh cool um as a gift which i thought was really awesome and um there was a frankenstein goblin that he gifted me so oh, that was kind of yeah, neat. yeah. He if drew, you remember that one, yeah, he was drawing that stuff during Oklahoma Bowl. Yeah, so good stuff, good stuff. So yeah, I guess since we are talking about Oklahoma Bowl, um, we should dive in. You yeah, want to dive in? Do you yeah. want to talk about anything else before going into Oklahoma? We haven't played many league games since Oklahoma. No, Oklahoma I've... Bowl was like the comet coming, and it hit into our Earth. Yeah. And we survived it, and like we had a party around it. We celebrated the coming of the comet, mm-hmm. and then we were just exhausted. Oh yeah! And ever since, I've and I really have been completely just blood bowled out. Haven't want to deal with it. Oh, I know you have because you haven't played a league game. I don't think since. No, I, I think not. I played one or two since. And no, our Hess, season's almost over. Hess wanted to play, and the Saturday, and I'm like. Nah, I got stuff to do, you know, so... You haven't played any I haven't uh, played World Cup practice games? Anything. Nothing? Wow. It just... It just... I've just been burned out. But it's okay. It'll it'll get there. No, I we'll mean... We'll come back. You're the one who's been dying to do some podcasting, so, you know... <sighs> I just want to get it done. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to say that to everybody. Well, no, not in a bad way. Just... No, I know. We're, we feel like... We both feel like we're a tad bit behind. Yeah. But then again, we... We're also not. But we're also not, right? So, But, but according al- to us... I always want to do fluff stuff, and as much as this is just us talking about a tournament, it doesn't feel fluffy. But no. that's fine. And yet, so many people have asked, like, they want to hear the wrap-up. Oh, so absolutely. that's what we'll give them this episode, then we'll get back to going through this Blood Bowl magazines and stuff yeah. like that. So, uh, we, So, I guess just quick things. We've seen the Halfling team... Oh yeah, looks okay. Can... I don't have any issue with it really. Um, I think it's from what I've seen, it looks pretty cool. I mean, it's not like I need to go out and buy it, but right? I already have a halfling team. Yeah, but if I didn't have a halfling team, they're they're nice. And the changes to the team are interesting. We'll go over it more when they actually come out. Yeah, which they I haven't mean, said if, if you don't know what we're talking about, they somebody's leaked somewhere like there's what a halfling hopeful, yeah, and a halfling catcher. That seems like a really good deal. Something like that. Something yeah. like that, where he comes with catch and fend or something. Yeah. Know. We'll talk all about that later. I think it's cool that they're getting positionals, and at the same time, I don't know. Yeah, know? it's not game-breaking, so whatever. Well, I think they're pretty... We'll, talk, some, we'll yeah. talk more when the magazine comes out, um, so we'll save it for that. Lord Barak is coming out. The new model? I think the don't model really is care. fine, but I don't care. You know what? I don't care about him. Never going to use him. I think the model's decent. But I think what the main problem is, it's not a good paint job. Oh, like the, the, the paint job is fine, but there's no metal to it, so well, it's just all see, black and I red. Hate to tell you this, they don't come painted. I know that. But I'm just saying <laughs> it, it doesn't. The visual appeal there isn't. Here, here's there. what I don't understand: if you're going to make a star player for chaos, get mm-hmm. one that's affordable and that people might use. Yeah. Like, um, 
especially if you want to redo one, do um, uh, Whiplash strong Lude arm grip. or what, Lude grip strong arm. Yeah. Because at least some people would use him yeah. more than Lord Borak. Yeah, for sure. I, I get character fluff-wise, Borak is a, is a great personality. <laughs> it is weird. We are the fluff podcast, and we're complaining about them making a fluff choice. I'm just saying he's so hard to fit on a team. Hard, I mean, if you're out there, when was the last time you used him? Oh, yeah. Just be honest about that. Oh, um, and... Uh, once again, he's on one foot, which I hate, he, and somebody tried to he? say, oh, yeah. He's like stepping or whatever. Oh, Somebody okay. said, oh, he's kicking because he has dirty player. And it's like, yeah. who who cares? It's also giving a thumbs up. The thumbs up I actually kind of like. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Especially if it came with two hands so you had that option. Yeah. Uh, I think that's cool. But once again, I know everybody in the world's going to tell me I'm crazy. But it sure feels like a lot of models are fragile on purpose. I wouldn't say on purpose. But it's just dynamic. I know. Yeah. Not not for me. See, what else is there? Anything else come out? Released? Uh, Avengers Endgame came out. Should we yeah. spoil that or <laughs> give them one month and give our opinions? Uh, if you would like us to discuss uh, that movie, we can do a whole separate Patreon-exclusive episode. <laughs> so we can milk you for money. No. no. Uh, we'll milk you for money by uh, putting pitches and prints on stuff on sale. That's fine. That's a whole different thing. Exactly. Um. I yeah, we'll give that's every, it. We'll give everybody a month to see Endgame, and then we'll talk about it if Maybe. anybody cares. If you care. Nobody nobody wants know. to hear our take on it. Yeah. All right, let's just go take a break real quick, and then we'll come back and run through stuff. All right, sounds great. Both Down is brought to you by Wizards Asylum, your premier source for comics and games in Norman, Oklahoma. Check them out online at their new home, wizardsnorman.com. Okay, so Oklahoma Bowl. So we're going to start this like Wednesday, Thursday as you're panicking to get stuff done. Yeah, we're kind of, since you've already heard the Pete podcast, you know the Swedes came in. And Scott had no clue. And it was an adventure. I'll put it that way. Because I I would say I typically do 80% of the stuff before the tournament because I'm anal. And sure. it, it's just easier for one person to make the bags and make the name tag. Print off the name tags. You do the graphics. No, but, it's fair. Um, I'm not going to get offended by that. No. Because you have your way that you want to do it. Yes. And... Your time and my times might not sync up because absolutely of other and I, things. So and yeah. I, I just know that, you know, I don't mind doing the stuff and sure. it's easier. So, anyways, uh, I would say this year I had I had to do more of it and try to hide stuff from you because the Swedes were coming. Right. So that was kind of a pain in the butt of trying to keep all that hidden. So then I had everything arranged perfectly. Speaking of, sure. did, did they get name tags? Yeah. How did we make them name tags? You remember you sent uh, blank files. Okay. And I just, they weren't the same font because oh, I didn't know what okay. font you used, but I came well, I was, close. Just now I thought, <laughs> I know they hadn't printed name tags, but I don't remember making up the name tags. Yep. So, okay. So yeah, I had to do some little additional stuff. So yeah, so I had them and Pete both coming in on Thursday before Oklahoma Bowl. And so 
they all came to Dallas because, you know, we're three hours from Dallas, but two and a half, three hours. It's a lot cheaper to go into DFW than it is to Oklahoma City by factors of hundreds of dollars. So I was like, no big deal. I can go down there. I go down there often enough. I can pick him up, whatever. Well, A, my car is good sized to Seoul, but I don't know about big enough for three people who have one or two weeks worth of luggage. So I thought, just to be safe. Three additional people. Yes. I think the soul travels great with three people, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, uh, the three of them and all their luggage. I was like, I should probably just go ahead and rent a vehicle. So I made a reservation, won't say who with, but had it all set up, SUV, eh, not too horribly expensive, but... I set it up on the website that they were going to come pick me up on Thursday. Or, yeah, because I'm going to go down there on Friday morning to pick everybody up. So they were supposed to pick me up on Thursday. I made the reservation on Sunday. I didn't hear from them at all. So on Thursday, I called them like, hey, um, are you guys still picking me up or do I need to arrange something? Oh, what are you talking about? (laughs) Uh, yes, I made a reservation online and it asked if I wanted you guys to pick me up. And I said, yes. Oh, well, we don't offer that service. Nobody really offers that service outside of, you know, in this area. I go, well, it would have been nice if you guys told me. So immediately I had to scramble to get somebody to take me down there. Couldn't call you because you can't know I'm renting a vehicle because too many questions would come up. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so I get my buddy Ven to take me down there. And to walk in, and as I'm walking in, I told Vin this whole story. He's like, that's that's crap. I can't believe they did that to you. I walk in, and I hear the same woman I spoke with on the phone talking to someone going, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and we can just have our driver come to pick you up if you like. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is that? And I just ignored it because I don't piss people off when money's involved. I don't need them coming back and going, oh, by the way, you had some dings that you didn't report. No, no, I didn't. So I just played it nice and cool. But yeah, that was a fun way to start. I got the car and went to sleep. And plan was to go down at 9 in the morning. I'd be there about 9 or 10 in the morning in Dallas. Pick everybody up. Come back. Hit Bucky's. Have plenty of time throughout the day to get everybody settled in. I had other people coming in, had time to get them settled in, and then play on surprise with the Swedes for you. Got a message from Pete at like four in the morning through email saying that he didn't make his flight. Now we've gone through all that in the last episode, but yes, so Pete got delayed and it was just a giant hassle. And I was furious at you because I'm thinking, why would he go ahead and drive down there? Without having any confirmation that Pete was in Dallas, Texas. Yeah. And Pete is a great guy, but Pete communicating is just not happening. Well, I guess he had Wi-Fi problems or something, which didn't help, but yeah. Yeah, he said he had Wi-Fi problems at the airport. So the only communication we were really getting was emails. So eventually I got an email. Like I drove down to Dallas, still picked up the Swedes about 10, and about half an hour away and I get I get him getting emails from Pete saying that he can't get out of there until six o'clock at night or something. I'm like, that's ridiculous. 
So I start looking online, trying to find other flights. I almost like bought a $500 plane ticket to get him from Atlanta to straight to Dal- uh, Oklahoma city. I was just like, ah, oh, this is such a insane hassle. So picked up the Swedes. I'm like, I don't know what we're going to do. So went over to my, took him to my brother's place, hung out there for a while. We had some really good Mexican food. Had a little hole in the wall that I liked down there. Got to take him to madness comics. They really enjoyed that. And then back to my brother's, hung out oh um they wanted some beer because they like alcohol a lot (laughs) right and it just happened to be the day that some certain beers were being released i don't know i guess they only get released once a year from where somewhere in texas yeah some some type of brewery okay it was like the one day a year it gets released okay and normally it sells out real fast and they actually knew about it in sweden i guess they get some so ended up going to the liquor store with greg my brother and them Picking up plenty of booze. And then, like, we still didn't know if Pete was even going to make it to the airport at all. Because we we can't get a hold of him. You know, there's nothing going on. No communication. He's like, there's a chance we can he could get in on this flight, and then that flight would be at uh, the Dallas airport about 3. So, we said, okay, fine. Let's just go to the airport. See what happens. So, we go to Dallas Love Field. And it's just, we got there, we hung around, uh, Anders made a sign that said Nif- Nifton, there's only one place that people can come down on the elevators or the stairs, mm-hmm. so they stood there, I walked around the whole airport, which is, it's not a big airport, so that's not right, a big deal. it's really not. But still, I walked around, I, I was looking for any elderly gentleman I could find that's just kind of off on his own, or not having a good day. <laughs> Excuse uh, me, sir. Are you Pete Nifton? <laughs> well, luckily I know what he looks like, so that wasn't a big deal. And I, I page your buff for calling him elderly. <laughs> I did. Uh, I get uh, what you're saying. Older than this. I said, I did say older. I don't think I said elderly. I think it is an older gentleman. You said elderly. I'm pretty sure you're going to go back and listen to this and go, Oh, Scott was right. I'm Maybe gonna take it out. and Nobody in the world will ever know. It's possible. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I paged him. Um, Scott Hess contacted me at that time. And I was like, you know, this is what we're doing. He goes, well, you know what? I'll just go ahead and call Atlanta, see if I can page him there. So he called Atlanta. He was on hold with Atlanta for like an hour. Never got a hold. We just, we didn't know what to do. I had no clue what to do. We're at the airport. We're there for 40 minutes to an hour, just hanging out, hoping that he shows up. The flight he would have been on landed at that point 30, 40 minutes ago, probably. Mm-hmm. So there's no place he could be. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to leave, because if I leave, then what if do I do? Yeah, if he's here, he's stuck. Yeah. Well, I had arranged for him to be to get a hotel room the night prior. But he didn't go check in because he didn't make it in. I get an email from him saying that he's at the hotel. Hmm. And I'm like, what? So we got in the car, went back to that hotel, which is the is about 500 feet from the Swedes hotel oh, really? in the morning. Because okay. I had them both set in the same place. And sure enough, there he is sitting outside on a bench. And we just pick him up. 
We go to, it was rush hour traffic at that time. So instead of sitting in Dallas rush hour traffic, and because he, he hasn't drank or had any food all day, I don't think, besides crap. Right. So we went to the BJ's restaurant and had some fried cauliflower and he got a burger and got some beer and we just hung out and relaxed a little bit and then made our way back and we got in what time did we get back 9 40 10 it was fairly late yeah i would say sometime after nine for sure yeah and again that's like i wanted to be back by one in the afternoon right so you don't know what's going on no i'm furious at you I'm yeah. I'm cussing you. I'm saying Steve's fairly logical, and <laughs> here he is. He went down there for no freaking reason. Yeah, without having anybody here, and I was just furious because like, you were having to take care of anybody who was going to stay at my house because I had like five other people staying at my house. Yeah, so it just made it made no logical sense. Like it was just so out of character. Like yeah. it was just it was making me mad that like why would he even think this? This is not uh, anyways. I was mad. <laughs> and then Steve walks in and he goes, Can you help No, he texts, Hey, can you help me with his bags? And I was like, already pissed at you. And I'm like, What, you can't <laughs> grab like two freaking bags and walk them in, you lazy ass? Mm-hmm. And of course I walk out there and happy to see Pete and looking back, you could tell he was after getting to know Pete for two weeks, looking back, like he was really frazzled. That oh night. yeah, he was. I mean, just completely overwhelmed, overwhelmed with everything. And now, you know, knowing Pete now too, you know, he gets his anxiety really gears up. Yeah, and it drives him insane. And there's not a lot he can do about it. I know but, that feeling very to, well. And but try to power through it. And the anxiety back, plus he was really frazzled. Being you know having maybe four hours of sleep and fighting oh, at the airport sure, all day. Sure, yeah, yeah that, it was crazy. Hell. Real hell, you yeah. know. So, um, yeah, I went up there, saw Pete, and then I come back in, and then I guess I don't go into the kitchen like Jennifer wants me to. Mm-hmm. So she's like, "Hey, can you come in here?" And I'm like, "I'm thinking, good lord, what does everybody <laughs> need me for?" And then there they are, the Swedes are there, and I'm like, "You buttholes!" <laughs> and of course, he just gets mad. It's oh, like I, Scott's I was really mad. Scott's go-to reaction when he's surprised is just madness. Yeah, I was mad. I was angry. Ah, damn it! Why are you guys like here? Rah. Well. It, Good Lord, I complained to you all day to Jennifer, and she never said anything like, ah. <laughs> But you were surprised, so. I was surprised, but I don't know if you guys were really trying to, like, let's make this really cool for Scott, or let's trick Scott. And that's what I don't know what y'all did. And right now, you can't even tell me no, what you were trying to do. It was definitely, this is all for Scott's benefit. Okay, all right. We went way out of our way. I spent way too much money on a rental car that was well, supposed to only be one day, ended man, up being two days. Some, sometimes saving money to go pick up somebody, I get it's only three hours away, but I bet now looking back, you're thinking like, man, we should have just paid the extra money to have him fly right to Oklahoma City. If it was just him, yeah. Oh, yeah, and that's true. Typically, you know, honestly, if it was just him, I would just use my car. And I don't mind, but... It was supposed to just be one day, but where it dragged on, I know. it became two, and uh, it's just everything was just it. Just, everything just became such a hassle. Well, and, uh, and it's just because of the weather, and and I, I felt guilty because you were going to drive down there by yourself. Yeah, and so I was trying to get out of work. I was and trying to make Steve, sure that you don't take any time off work because I I 
Yeah. I couldn't tell you why, but I'm like, you really need to take the next week off. I know. And you kept saying that, and I was angry at you for that. And I'm like, dude, I got people to feed. And you're going, oh, you need to take some time off to hang out with Pete. And I'm like, what? You and know? I was just so glad you never used the whole, he's here for two weeks. I don't need to do it the first week. <laughs> well, it came close. I mean, I, I asked for a lot of time off, and then I kept some of my time. And luckily, I work at a job where I can give away shifts and stuff. So. Yeah. Anyway. So, yes, it was really cool to see the sweetest guys in my kitchen in Oklahoma and Pete all at the same time. And um, not to mention everyone else, too. But, of course, no, it was just like, uh, yeah, who'd you have stay with you over here? It was Uh, Jeffro, Phil, Dean, Dean, um, Michael was supposed to, but he stayed over with you. Brian, too, stayed with you. Yes. Yeah. And Pete stayed with us. So it was the Swedes and them. They so I had five here. people. Yeah. So it was just like, it was really cool to see everybody. Um, but also knew like, we could stay up and talk all night and we got to get up really, really early the next day. Yeah. And it just. And you guys were already beat. I, I mean, your tiredness started right then. Oh, I was super <laughs> tired. It started before then because I was working my ass off the whole week before trying to get the, the stuff done. Right. And also, everyone, we had a figure ready to go oh god i did everything i could to get it there that you know on time you mean like order it months and months and months in advance yeah very much so and it through no fault of anyone's it got held up in customs for over a month well i can tell you someone's fault but we're not supposed to get into politics anyways um it got held up in customs and already that was pissing me off because I, you know, months, months in advance. I know. And we don't, and nobody cares. Like, I haven't had a single person say, well, that's ridiculous. I want my money back or whatever. But that's because actually you don't charge enough for as much as you want to give away. But we don't have to even get into that. Yeah. I mean, the value at Oklahoma Bowl is really solid. Yeah. It, it, it absolutely was. It's r- really solid. But a lot of that value is based on the idea that I would be able to sell stuff afterwards. I know. and Or during. Right. So like the extra models that I didn't get to sell. Um, and then, of course, I got screwed on taxes. So, yeah, I'm, I'm it, things are bad. But yeah, that's, that's right. just how it works. Right. So well, if you would like to support the podcast, I would really appreciate you purchasing a pitch. <laughs> and I will have a special deal on for a pitch and dice and everything. So okay, well, look, look for that. It also feels... I can say, even though it's never happened, it kind of feels like a failure. Because we always have gotten things done ahead of time and yeah. enough time where we got everything in so it feels like we've always ran things smooth yep and this is the first time where something came back to haunt us and even though we had that <laughs> I mean, it's really not our fault though. right and I mean, it's not even it a big deal to anybody Christmas, but it, that stuff was all sent out yeah that's three months and we were told that it's going to get to you in plenty of time yep so i mean it's not i i hate when people blame other people it's really not our fault it was just out of our hands. Yeah, it's really not even their fault to an extent. No, it, because was, a, it was a lot of things. The government shut down. Yeah, um, that's every, the main. A ton of things. So we move on, and um, no big deal. Um, the update on that's on the figure is what, Steve? Um, 
What's the the shortest version of it? Shortest version is they were packed improperly. More than half of them were damaged to the point of I couldn't use them. So they're having to be remade. So soonest outcome of getting the figures is two to three months. Okay. So that's where we're at on the model, folks. As soon as we get it all in, yeah. we'll ship them all out. So, Yeah, it's a little frustrating to finally get them and then open it up and be like, oh, well, this isn't good. And then go through them and like, oh, well, this really isn't good. Right. So maybe. Things happen. Maybe, though. Them not coming in at tournament time was a blessing in disguise because if they would have with the broken pieces, we would have been just even oh, more stressed and more I would have been livid for right. sure. Yeah. So maybe it's just a weird blessing in disguise that we yes, have some more time to just get it done right. Because if I'd gotten it that and week we, and they were like that, yeah, it would have been ballistic. Yeah. yeah. So we move on. This is what when you plan big <laughs> tournaments. Even your best laid plans sometimes can just mess up to life. And, of so. course, with the Swedes coming and, you know, Pete here, I went overboard on the presentation. Like, everyone got folders and printed off all the rosters and printed off new score sheets. How did that work out for you? Do you like all the folders? Yes. Do you think that worked good? I really liked it. Okay. Because it allowed us to give everybody everything all at once. And... The turning the score sheets in at the same time, we changed how we did it to be a lot more like Chaos Cup because it just makes more sense. And I really like that. The only downside, and this is more because we just don't have the room, is having to rehand out all the sheets for the next game. Right. Chaos Cup, they put them to the side and... You know, you go pick up your sheets, you go sit down, all that. So in the future, we should probably do that. And if we don't have Pete there... We'll have the extra we'll have table extra space. Table space, so. maybe. And yeah. Something like something along those lines needs to be done. But I'm not sure what. Sure. But overall, I like that much better. Uh, I finally found a way to import stuff into score from a spreadsheet. So that was nice. Would have been even better if I'd had the updated score p- program. But, sure. you know. Um, should we take a break here and then come back with yeah. Saturday morning? Cause sure. I mean, we're kind of wrapping up Friday night all the chaos of that. Yeah. <laughs> the stressful night's ending. <laughs> we finally, you know, every Oklahoma Bowl weekend's like this. I think everybody goes to bed between midnight and two o'clock. Uh, I think I was in bed by 10, 30 or 11. What? Well, I'm if yeah. you're not playing, I try to get to bed by 11 myself. Yeah, so. yeah well, Friday start, for sure. I've learned over the last couple of years to just start kicking people, saying, like, keep it quiet, mm-hmm. we're going to bed. But everybody else stays up. So. Sure, that's fine. All right, we'll be back, and we're going to talk about Saturday, which is Oklahoma Bowl. So Saturday, what was it, 5 in the morning? 4.30? Um, I think... I think I might have got up at 4.30. I think we left by 5.30. We left at 5.30. So... I think. I got up, showered... Or I showered the night prior. I don't, can't remember. I up and showered. I'm pretty sure I showered in the morning because didn't want to came or stink. Right. It wasn't much earlier than what I normally get up. So maybe I got up at 5 and our goal was to be out the door by 5.30. Yeah. Um, and what time did the tournament start? Nine? Um, eight o'clock. Was it eight? 
Okay. Yeah, doors opened at eight. Okay. Well, of course, we had people knocking on the doors before then as we were setting yeah. up, and I was being like, "No, stay away." <laughs> <laughs> but we did have a, a, a plenty of mats from Mouse Room mats, so we had just put all those out on the table. We set up the computer and set up all the stuff to give away. And if you can afford it, folks, you don't have to do the nice mats from Maelstrom. But just having boards set up where all people have to do is move their team is such a blessing and so much easier. Yeah. You could just tell people, don't bring that stuff in, and they don't have to lug it around, and it's just set up. And you're it saves so much time, too. Yeah. And I think, was it, um, was it Kendall or Barrett that had their own pitch? It was Barrett. He yeah. likes to make pitches and stuff. Yeah, Barrett's pitch. Always awesome. Looks, yeah, because uh, he was talking about it, and he, I'd seen it before because he took it to Chaos Cup, mm-hmm. and he made some improvements to it, and it just looks amazing. So he brought his own custom pitch because he wanted to use it, and he asked. I'm like, yeah, I don't care. But one person lugging something around instead of 50, how many do we have? Well, we left him, we in, one, we left him in one place and made oh, that's true, yeah. games over there, so... I mean, it wasn't that big of a deal. Right. Um, but no, it was really nice. So opened up the doors around 8 after we got set up. Dustin came up. Um, he's been a big, big We really big, cannot big. give a bigger shout out to anyone than Dustin. Yeah. He does I mean, so much for us. Yeah, all the cool stuff that everybody And we don't like John, really... just so John knows. We don't yeah. like him. No. We don't, don't want to like ever John. talk to him again. Don't talk to John we Spurgeon. Like to, he's... We like Dustin. Right, only Dustin. John paints too well. <laughs> I know. And he won't paint our teams. No, he won't. Not like Dustin. That's I know. why we like Dustin. Um, <laughs> no, Dustin's become like a big, <laughs> hell, maybe a bigger contributor to Oklahoma Bowl than me. So um, <laughs> well, I'll, just, I'll just say that. He did. He made all custom trophies that looked amazing. I, I'm like the, the loud guy that yells at people. Other than that. Yeah, but you're, you're the force that we all need. <laughs> you can open the store. you all need. I can open the store. And, uh, yeah, I can shout at people. No, you, you do a lot more than that, but yes. Um. Anyways, Dustin and them came up. We set up everything. It really went together fairly smooth. I know we always yeah. stressed out every year for that, but... Having the extra space and... Vin helped. And Vin helped, up. absolutely. And, you know... F- we learned last year how to set stuff up, and it worked really well. So mm-hmm. we just did that again this year, and we were good to go. Interesting enough, the table that we moved that used to have the snacks at Wizards, yes, how we moved to the other side of the yeah. with the drinks, has stayed there. Good. Even after we moved it back, they moved it back the other way. So I think they like it that way better. Yeah, it's much better. <laughs> so anyways. I mean, they, they could take a lot of stuff from us. But, so we yeah. had... 54 for Oklahoma? Yes, we did. So, um, believe it or not, we didn't have as... We had a few cancellations, but not as not as many as 10%, like I usually holler about. So, that was kind of neat. Um, we had well, one guy from Canada travel in. We had, we had some people who knew in advance they weren't coming. I know, who I know that. Who normally would come. So, but we didn't have the paid people who dropped. Because no, I always say, like, you can one. count 10%. Yeah, yeah it was can, just one. That's what I'm saying. That was below average. Yeah. Normally, if you have 60 people coming, six of them are going to drop. Mm-hmm. And this year, we've only had one, We'd, which is yeah. really cool. And a huge shout out to Michael Yule, who did come from Canada all by himself to the tournament because he's a fan and uh, really wanted to come to an awesome tournament. Well, good. We gave him that to him. I think so. We gifted that to you, Michael Yule. Enjoy. And he got to meet Pete. 
and I think he got a sketch from Pete too. Yeah, I remember Pete, Pete was very busy doing sketches, and the prints we made for Pete were really good and stuff. So, um, so now that Pete's not here, it's amazing. now we're gonna talk trash about Pete. It He's not am- here; he'll never hear this. No, it was amazing that he came. I loved having him there. It was just disappointing that there weren't more people who came out to see him. I'm not talking about Blood Bowl people. I'm like, I'm part of the Central Oklahoma Warhammer group and, you know, Oklahoma Gamers group and all this. He's done art for that. And that group. You mean just having an artist in the backyard? Yeah. Like, hey guys, there's a world renowned, you know, game artist that has done stuff that you love, but you're not going to come say hi? Yeah. Um, but. Those people are weird. There's a lot of people that they're the first people to gripe about, like if they get a gaming book and they don't like the artwork, but they're the last people too to buy some artwork. Yes. I mean, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to bag on anybody because I don't walk through your shoes. I, you know, and with me and Jennifer's kids, we have four little mouths to feed too. Sure, so absolutely. I, I understand if you don't have money for certain things, especially artwork and stuff mm-hmm. or a print. I really expected us to sell a, couple more prints as well yeah now we sold almost what i thought but i really i was trying to downplay like okay so we'll only sell this amount pete will sell even more than that probably and i think people's intentions were there like i said i don't know their situation though and you know some people i heard some people like i'd like one but i don't know where i'd put it you know and that's yeah i mean (laughs) i live with a chick that's really cool about nerdy stuff in the house some I think pe- the size. Some people don't do that. I think the size might actually been a detriment in oh. a way because they're they are gorgeous. I mean, you did a great job with actually the look of them, putting the artwork and making them like put them in a frame. They look amazing. I'm gonna say this: I stunned myself on that one. Yeah, that idea came to me at work. I got Pete's approval. We got the artwork over. Uh, we had to jump through some hoops to get that stuff printed. Oh, yeah, that was another thing that we people, had to do that week. That week, we had to get those things printed. And uh. I remember the the people where we were getting at the print shop, they were like, <laughs> is this your artwork? And I was like, no. And they were like, well, we ain't going to print these for you. And I was like, well, I have the conversation where I talked to the artist. And I had to show them <laughs> yeah. the actual conversation between me and Pete talking about getting these printed. And they finally gave us the permission to do it. Uh. Uh, but they turned out really good. They did. They really did. But you're right. I expected some local, like Warhammer people or yeah. something, just to come out. There was one guy who came from nosy. Tulsa. There was one, and hats off to that guy yeah. who drove two hours down just to see Pete. And I feel bad because he actually came down to get a, a, a sketch done, and he but thought he could be done. Yeah, yeah, he thought it could be done that day. I was like, well, I can send it to you. Oh, I saw his work though. What he got? It was yeah. really cool. He was very cool. I don't think I sent it out in like two weeks later, maybe. That's but, all right. You know, he still got it. He, he got it. <laughs> I felt bad, but, you yeah. know. It is what it is. Um, we were kind of busy for two weeks. Yeah, so <laughs> 54 people. Everything started almost on time. We actually purposely build in our tournaments not to start on time, so we start on the time we really want to. Right. Because Scott Hess is always going to show up late. <laughs> and once He said again, he wouldn't do that this year. And he did. Well, uh, you know. Because he's that's he, what he, he does. That's what he does. But we thought Michael Lewis would do it too, and he didn't. No, he was on time. He was fine. Yeah, good, good for Michael. Um, Fifty-four people. Uh, 
Pete slept in. He he told us the night before. We were like, "You want Jennifer to bring you down later?" And he's like, "No, I'll get up when you guys get up." He was zoned out. He had to sleep. Yeah, and we Which know that sleep. He's not. I'm not I'm not putting him under a bus or anything. I'm pretty sure this is known, but he is kind of an insomniac at times. Oh, so he doesn't for sure. sleep all the way through the night. Or he'll get up and do stuff. We'll see him on Facebook at any time, any hour of the night. Sure. So there was a thought that maybe he'll just get a few hours of sleep and be ready to go. But no, he was just so exhausted. He's like, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't see him until 10. 10 or so. 10 which or is 11. Probably perfect for him. Yeah, get absolutely. a good night's sleep. Jennifer brought him, took him to breakfast, brought him down, and he was ready to go. I mean, he just started producing like a. It was like really weird. It was like watching like the guy who cobbles shoes. Like you, he <laughs> sat down and you're worried about making him feel comfortable. And he just starts working mm-hmm. and starts drawing, sketching. Well, that's also probably a way to combat anxiety too. Maybe. That's stuff you can control. Yeah, maybe so. But he had a great time. I'm so glad that, you know, we've talked to Pete for years. We knew him decently well online. You know, we've talked to him a little bit and... We kind of know, but you never know how someone is until you actually well, meet Well, I them. told you the same thing. Yeah. I said, you know, like, we've talked to Pete all these years, but we've never met Pete. Right. There's a difference. And I was like... It's always a difference. I was like, what if we don't like him? And I said, what's worse? What if he doesn't like us? Well, that was my worry. Is what if it's he gets like, tired just, of us? Or yeah. Just, if he doesn't want to be at the tournament? We're just not his people. Yeah, we're just not his people. Yeah. He gets sick of the tournament, whatever. I was really worried about that because... I mean, I'm not that likable. Because we have to. We have to worry about it. <laughs> right. So that was a big thing. I mean, I think Pete liked us fine. Yeah. I think Pete really connected with Jennifer. <laughs> well, yeah. And they just became little buddies. Sure. And that's a good thing. And I think it all worked out really well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Tournament-wise, like I said, we, we, went over, we have 54 people. I had to play. Yeah. Because we had odd number. Uh, do we want to go through my matches really quick? If you'd like to, go ahead. Sure. I'm just going to wrap these up really quick. So uh, round one, I got to play Tim Har. Uh, Tim Har of? Of a three, two, two, two dice uphill. Two dice uphill. Which he did bring some t-shirts, so that was nice of him to do. Right. Just wanted to give him a shout out. Uh, he was playing Underworld. His goal this time was to win best sport. And I said, Tim, you're never going to get that because no. you win too often. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a negative no. way. I like Tim. Tim's a great guy. He's actually been helping me with the scars stuff this year. He's been doing it all that. But no matter how nice he is, people are not going to look at him and go, oh, no. I really. No, he's just not. He's because too he's, good of a player. He started off too good of a player. That's all it is. It's, it's he, the very first impression of that. He and Dean could walk around throwing $5 bills at people and just. Buying drinks and giving everyone a good time and They're still not doing blowjobs in the back room and everything. They're not going to get voted best sport. No. Just, it's not going to happen. I agree. And and frankly, it doesn't matter how well I behave. Yeah. I ain't ever going to get it either. Uh, probably not. No. No. It's just true. Yeah. I mean, the fact that every now and then I get votes is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, played Tim. I, I beat him. I was playing Nurgle. Um, round two, I played Brian two. Um, we tied one to one. Nice. Um, what were you playing? I was playing Nurgle. He was playing Orcs. Okay. I, I was winning the whole game until the very last play of the game. Oh, yeah. Not even going to talk about that. Yeah. So, um, shenanigans. It's not really shenanigans. It's shenanigans. What it, it is what it is. Um, 
He knows I played good. Let's just keep it like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, round three, I played Anders. Oh, cool. Um, one of the it was a really good game. Like this whole tournament, I played like in a weird zone where like I didn't let things get frustrating. I didn't obviously I didn't go and tilt. Just lately, I've been playing some good Blood Bowl when I want to. Yeah. But I got to really remind myself like just don't. Don't start crapping the bed when the things go bad. Just mm-hmm. just play your game. And I controlled the whole game against Anders, except for the ball was played on my side of the pitch the whole game. I, you know, trip the tripwire got me, and I was really I was three squares away from scoring the second half. And Anders had the ball on his side of the field twice, and it was when he went in for the final score at the end of the game. Well, he beat me one nothing, but it was a really fun game. And it wasn't just me that had breaks go bad for me. Same, same with him. Right. So, but we both had it was just fun. Like after that, it was like, well, we did everything we were supposed to do. We did it all right. Mm-hmm. It, the score was just one nothing. Just how it works. Uh huh. And then game four, I played Dean, um, Phil's buddy. Dean, oh yeah, Kaluda. Kaluda. Yeah. Um, really nice guy. He was playing dwarves. Man, I, I earned a tie, and I say that because it felt like he kicked my butt the whole game. <laughs> And I had one chance to just throw a quick little pass and catch the pass. I needed two threes to mm-hmm. win the game. And, of course, I rolled a two or a one or something like that. But I earned a tie. I think it was zero-zero tie. But it was a really good game, too, with some back and forth. But he pretty much dominated me. But I did just enough to always just barely keep it out of his hands. Yeah. So really good day for Nurgle. You know, one win. Two ties, one loss. Yeah. So I mean, that's, that's not, not bad. I played all pretty good coaches too. So uh, yeah, if you had to pick coaches, that's not a bad <laughs> yeah, group so, to pick. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so that was my day. I was I was very happy with my results. So that's good. I was mainly putting stuff into the system. Got to walk around, say hi to everybody. Always press the flesh. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Lewis was nice enough to bring the World Cup pitch and team. So we got to see them. Those closer. were really nicely painted. Yeah, I saw them at Chaos Cup last year, and you know I don't remember we were, them at Chaos Cup. They were on the table on the side, and you know we were just we we're playing a game. So you know I really don't think many people looked at them this year or here either because you're busy playing a game and hanging out and doing stuff. But since I was not, I took a chance to actually look at them, and they look great. So uh, they were able to be displayed, so thanks to them for letting us do that. And we do have a T-shirt to give away of the World Cup team. Oh, okay, that's neat. So we'll be doing a contest at the end. Are you of getting something. one of these teams and pitches? Yeah. Okay. And actually, I should be getting a pitch uh, to give away at Oklahoma Bowl next year. Nice. So we'll see how that works. So you're going to use the team, or is this more of a collectible? This is much more of a collectible. It's Underworld, if yeah, I remember right. Yeah, it's Underworld. So, and you already have an Underworld team. Yeah. Just in the process of getting painted. Okay. I finally got my uh, my uh, Rat Pack team sent off to be painted. To Abby? No, Thor. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. So you're getting them as collectibles. That's... Yeah. They're nice models. I mean, golly, getting older, it's like... I want these new things, but I don't need these new things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the new... I, I, I don't know if I'll buy the new team and the pitch and everything. I just don't care. Yeah. It's cool. I have one of everything that's come out but, so far, but... Again, 
the new stuff's not for us. We already have this stuff. Yeah. It's if we just want the extra stuff. So. And when am I ever going to use one of those box pitches? What do you mean the box pitches? The pitches that come in a box. Oh, that you got on Kickstarter? The new pitches that are in boxes. That are in the Blood Bowl game box? You know, you, you know how every new team comes with a pitch? Yeah. And it's in a box? Is it in a box? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't opened the two but I have. So There you go. That's what Boom. I'm saying. When are you going to use those? Yeah, uh, when am I going to use well, those? we're not because we have all these things from Jack. Exactly. Okay. That's that's my issue now. All right. Like, am I going to really spend 80 bucks just to ha- put something on the shelf again? All right. Fine. I, I agree. don't know. I don't know. If it's nice. All right. Anything else during the day that was like crazy awesome? We we did none of the giveaways until later that night. As always. Um, I was coordinating with Ted from the Goff Rockers because he was just randomly. He messaged me. He's like, hey, what are you guys doing this weekend? I was like, this weekend? Yeah, I got to go to Austin, pick up a War Boss costume. So I'll be coming through. This weekend is Oklahoma Bowl. Yeah, you should complain. Oh, really? Wow, I didn't even know. So it was awesome. He actually came, you know, got to see him a little bit and put some stuff out for sale. And if you don't know the Goff Rockers, just go check them out. They're a very, very hardcore metal orc band. Mm-hmm. That is, but they have at least one song about Blood Bowl, maybe another. Maybe. I don't, I don't. We know Johnny and Extreme were on one of the songs. I've listened to the things I have. I'll be honest and saying like I, it, it that style of music is not my style, right? But I've listened to it yeah. because they're such nice guys. Yeah. So I haven't studied the and I do enjoy it, it, but yeah, it's just it's very much hard speed metal. Yeah, you gotta be good. in the right mood. I mean, push the red buttons. The one I know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. And then um, he actually came in with his costume on, and so there's a picture of me holding the hammer and with the gloves and. He was nice I know, enough. I to, wanted to be in the costume. Oh, did you want to be in the? Co- I don't think you could fit in it. Well, he could I know that. Fit. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. Like when I saw that, I was like, I want to be in there. I want to walk around. Right. I want to make believe that I'm the war boss. It was huge. Yes, it was huge. But yeah. So we were able to take photos of all the winners and stuff in front of the war boss. Right. So it was awesome. Um, nothing else really excited. Everybody kind of did their own lunch thing because there's so many people. I know yeah. we went to. Taco Casa. Vin got me Chick Fil A. Okay, not, I mean, that's, not a big deal. I think Pete went with the Swedes. Dude, Pete was enjoying himself over. I don't know where he went for lunch. I think he went over to the bar. Ted's, not, not Ted's. Um, Henry Hudson's. Henry Hudson's. Yeah. yeah. So, I think somebody bought him lunch or something. Probably. Um, probably if we listen to the last episode, we'd know. But whatever. You got some results, Steve. Sure. Let's talk about these results. Is that Spiky Cup or is that Wakanda Bowl? It's both. It's both. Wow. Look, Steve is such a multitask guy. Well, anyways, let's say we had, I lost the Oklahoma Bowl sheets. I had to go back through and find ah, out. Ah, I see what you did. Uh, first place champion went to John Pagani. Second place went to Brian Two. Third went to Jeffro, Jeff Gallenbach. Best offense with eight was Brad Arterbury. Best defense, giving up one touchdown, was John Schleizes. We don't really know how to say his last name. Most brutal with 19 was Michael Haley. That's a lot. Uh, fan favorite, John Spurgeon. As we mentioned earlier, he paints really, really well. Uh-huh. 
Best Sportsman was Ryan Smith. Stunty Cup was Will Schaefer. And the back of the pack was Jimbo Carroll. Let's talk about Ryan Smith real quick. Sure. He could start winning tournaments, and he would continue to get votes for Best Sportsman. Yeah, not to bury the lead. Because he, got, he got it both days. Oh, well, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. But I'm just saying, the first impression's done. Yes. There ain't changing anything for him. He could act like me for the for remainder of the time, and he'd probably still get votes. Probably. Because that's how it is. Yeah. So if you're coming into Blood Bowl and never been to a tournament, you need to be a nice guy right from the beginning. Yeah. Be happy all the Hand time. Hand out those $5 bills, get yeah. those blowjobs. <laughs> that's how you get votes. Right. Or you teach people how to beat you in four rounds, and that's how I got mine. I would like to just think that maybe I helped somebody get one of those awards by reminding them how much time was left on the clock. And that's all <laughs> I'm going to say about that. Otherwise, history could be different. Um, <laughs> uh, so, again, people, if you're playing in a tournament, you're under no obligation to be nice to your opponent. You just have to play by the rules. <laughs> so if you are nice to the opponent and remind them of something that they don't need to be reminded yeah, about. Yeah, you really shouldn't be mad about it if you remind them. But yeah. even though <laughs> you think like on a cosmic scale, like no. I'm going to be the nice guy and get rewarded for something I do. Never. It's never happened in Blood Bowl. You can never be that nice guy. It doesn't happen in Blood Bowl. Nuffle will punish you every single time. Name a time that you told somebody like, hey, you forgot to roll my armor. And they do it and roll like double ones. <laughs> Doesn't I, happen. I think it's happened once, but I remember <laughs> that because it didn't happen the other 11 times. Because every time you're like, oh, you forgot to roll my armor. Like, because everyone does this where you're thinking, I don't have to tell him. He'll forget. And really, if I forgot and he forgot, you know, what's the harm? Right. But then you're like, then I can't small... do that. See, I have that in me that says, no, yeah. I don't want them to remember later. Right. And then use it as an excuse against me. You want to get the clean win instead of just the win. Right. So, of course, you're like, oh, hey, by the way, uh, you forgot to roll armor on him. Oh, I did? Like, way, way, yeah, way, yeah, way, like, way, way, way in the past. Somebody told me, like, they, they, they came back, like, three games later and said, oh, I forgot to use, I, I forgot I had Mighty Blow on this guy. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know what they're talking about because it was so early in the day. I don't know whose skill has what. And yeah. Especially Mighty Blow that's like. You know they're they're gonna have to remember just as much as absolutely. me. absolutely. And it almost felt like it was like an excuse, like, well, the only reason you got me mm -hmm. is because of this. I hate that. I do too, I but I'll that. take the win and let them think that. That's well, fine. I know. I'm Steve. But yeah, it's been a long tournament of <laughs> what almost eight years now. Yeah, you. Many people have told me, just shut up. Mm -hmm. Just shut up. So I'm going <laughs> to just it is what it is. It is what it is. It's a friendly reminder, people. You don't owe people anything. <laughs> if they if it's a game mechanic, you have to. If not, you don't. Right. So one of the big things that we did for Oklahoma Bowl is we've continued a tradition that started last year, I think. Was it two years ago or was it just last year? The What's raffles. This? Which one? The raffles? Yeah. The, that was, we started that last year and we continued it this year. Yeah. So... Dustin, in his benevolence and graciousness, donated a team. And no, D Dustin's kind of psycho. He, like, paints teams, and then he wants to give them away. Yeah. For charity. It is weird. But he put up a team to give away. Um, we had some other stuff. Basically, we had a whole section of stuff that was raffles. 
This was for Positive Tomorrows, which is a local charity that uh, helps helpless children get good education so they can get out of the situation they're in. And we we raised a lot of money. So that day, I think it was over four hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and something like that. Yeah, and um, since we, I think it was five. I think it was five hundred dollars, yeah. and I think, I think Dustin it was five. said, "If and it Dust- goes under five, I'm going to donate the team I was just playing with." Yeah, and he was playing with a really cool post-apocalyptic Amazon team mm-hmm. that had some really cool colors. Did he just finish painting? He just finished. Just and played him at that tournament. Just gave him away. So instead of giving him away that night, we decided to do the next day as well. So that next day, we raised another hundred and seventy dollars or so so it all came together in two days of 670 and then i just bumped it up to 750 so we as a group donated 750 dollars to charity which you know thinking about my comments about people buying maybe extra prints or something yeah maybe their money went to, maybe they had x amount of spending yeah. money and they went to this stuff so it's i would was rather a good go cost. there but Right, so I mean, but now that we're not giving money to them, if you would like to buy prints, we still have them available, and <laughs> well, that money does go to we're Pete. Gonna, we're going to sell those prints. Those are limited to the. Yeah, there was only fifty of each, and well, there's obviously a lot less. So yeah, and they're signed. But yeah, we really people did donate a lot of money. It was awesome. I mean, what what did you say the total was? How much? Um, we ended up giving away seven fifty. It was six eighty. So that's or, basically like everybody giving. 10 to $15 of yeah. their own money just for no reason. So that's really awesome. It was great. Uh, a lot of people supported the store. Uh, every year, Brian <laughs> says we can have the space for free. And then about right when it happens, he's kind of worried about it because he has to cancel the, right. the magic tournaments that make a lot of money. And then as soon as these things hit, then he's like, oh, yeah, no, everything's fine. And it's like, dude, you were worried two weeks ago. But he's a businessman. Yeah, absolutely. whatever. Uh, I'm glad to know that we supported the store well. And we do know that some people save up to spend money at the store to support it. And we really appreciate that because it makes a big difference. Yeah, like Drew every year buys quite a bit. (laughs) And if, you know, if that didn't happen, we may not get to play there. And if we didn't, then that's a a lot of the money going towards the space instead of prizes. Uh, Saturday night after we wrapped all that up. I think did we eat? I don't even. I remember. have no idea. We probably re- remember when we were on the Pete podcast. But... I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> we had to have done something, but I don't remember what it was. Um. Anyways, all I know is Pete went out that night with Jeffro and the Swedes. Mm-hmm. Um. I know we got food of some sort and then ate it there came back we is this, went to is bed. this when michael had the chinese food was that Sunday? oh no that was michael and brian too yeah i went home and i was got just... a whole bunch of chinese food yeah they said we'll take care of it and they brought it back to the house and we just everybody came in got what they wanted and i was just gonna go home and crash because i was super right. tired and then they're like oh they picked up some for you i was like okay i'll walk over that's right and then i walked everybody over and i'm something. like i'm so tired someone carry me back <laughs> everybody ate some and then we all crashed out. Some people stayed up. Yeah. I think board games were mentioned, but I'm pretty sure we didn't play any board games. No, I went to bed. Um, so then we went to bed, and you're going to have to wait for after this little break. It's a teaser. 
Sunday morning, we wake up and still tired, but we go down to the store. Yes, we do. And, and we do spiky cup. We got to sleep in a little bit compared because everything was already set up the night before. Yes. And we are not doing it on weekends where the time shift happens, so we don't lose an hour. Yeah, that was that was really nice. So never doing that again if we can help it. So actually, Sunday morning was really easy to get up and go. We had the files already. Um, we're just spiky cup is just so much easier. Everyone has their sheets already. Everyone's got their teams. They've got everything set out. It's just walking. Everybody's in, pretty go. much yeah walking in and going because they're just in that mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many people we have for Spiky? We had forty eight. Forty eight, biggest one we've ever had. I think so, but I couldn't. I'm okay. not positive. Well, I think last year we got over fifty. I'm not sure, but I'm I I don't know enough to say one way or another. Yeah, so this year we did not break the record from the previous year, right? Which, if you've heard us say that it's the largest one day NAF tournament. I don't know if we've told you we're wrong about that, but we are very wrong about that. There was apparently a Spanish tournament that had like 90 to 100 people or something. For one day? For one day. Yeah, we're not counting that. Yeah, it was weird. But of course, you know, I don't, I'm not the one who does it, and I ask the people, and they, t- anyways, it doesn't matter. So with Spiky Cup, I think the most exciting thing was what you ended up putting up on TV. Well, what made me mad is I was ready to play Spiky Cup. Yeah. Because I had a roster made with Lord Borak on it. Yeah. With chaos. And I was going to treat him just like his character. If he had opportunity mm-hmm. without having to dodge away. But if he had opportunity to kick, I was going to make him kick. And um, had that roster going and Rich Heffern got food poisoning. Yeah, apparently he got food poisoning from Taco Bell. Which yeah, is weird. That's where you maybe get it, though. I don't, I, I don't doubt it. Yeah, I mean, it is Taco Bell. So he but didn't show so up, so I had to drop and it just sucked. Because, yeah, we wanted 50 people exactly. Well, it's very unfortunate, too, for him. I mean, he traveled yeah, all this he way so much and, far down and can't do it. It's just like, that sucks. Yeah. So we missed Rich. Yeah. Um, I missed playing. Yeah. But instead, what, what, what happened? What did somebody do? It maybe not have been me. Oh, I'm pretty sure it was you. Or someone who had uh, had access to the TV um, just went to YouTube and found videos of dogs humping things and put it up on the TV to see how there's, long it would take people to notice. There's like a compilation out there of dogs humping on YouTube that's like 20 minutes long. Right. So, and it looped. And it looped. And we had it on the TVs. And it was really humorous to watch people play their games. And very few looked up and noticed what was going on. Because if you're not familiar with the store, on one of the sides is a wall that has two TVs and on the close to the ceiling. One of them was being used for the timer. So I told people, you know, time left is on that TV. And the other one was being used for pumping. <laughs> and you would eventually see someone look up and just go, uh... Uh, what? And they didn't want to say anything to anybody. No. They just looked back down and moved on. Ryan Smith, who won Best Sport, looked up. <laughs> I think he looked at you, smiled, and, and went then, back to playing. Yeah. <laughs> and then some people would look up, look down like they're ashamed. And they look back up, and they're like, I ain't saying nothing about this. <laughs> <laughs> we kept that going until the store was, until lunch break, which the store was then officially open. Because yeah. I didn't want to do that with real customers. No, this is all before the store opened. So it was just people who, by agreeing to play in the tournament, are subjected <laughs> to whatever we decide to subject them to. I still would, I still bet that only maybe 
Fifteen percent of the people noticed. <laughs> Probably. So if you were there and you're just now hearing about the dogs humping on TV, yeah, you missed out some really funny dog videos humping. It was quality. We were dying laughing over there, me and Robert and you and everybody. There were some good ones. They, were, they really were. I'm not. I'm not huge on watching dogs hump things like some people we know. But I might, I might have to link that up in the notes, show notes for this episode. It's on YouTube, so it's okay. Oh, right. Exactly. <laughs> Um, we did the second, um, spiky ups only three rounds. Yeah. We did two rounds, then lunch, then the last round, got everybody out. Everything ran on time. Yeah. Everything went really well. Um, uh, so I'll just run through the sure. stuff. Champion was Brad Arterberry. Second place, Mike Patterson. Delzine cup went to John Pagani. That's third place. Best offense was William Toops with eight. Which is interesting because that's three rounds and Brad had eight in four rounds the previous day. Really? But it's also different. Spiky Cup, you're not really trying to keep people from scoring. You're trying to bash the crap out of them. Right. Uh, best defense was Jason Campbell. Most brutal went to Nick Cofield with 14, which seems kind of low, but it's only three rounds. 14 casualties? Yeah. It's only three. That's still almost five. Yeah. Um, fan favorite was Charles Howard. Best Sport, Ryan Smith, again. Stunty Cup, William Schaefer, again. And Back of the Pack, Barry Stevenson. Will Schaefer is really good with his halflings. It's annoying. Yeah. Because I don't like halflings. I know you don't. I don't like regular halflings. I don't like drunk halflings. I don't like... You don't like small people. I don't like... You have something against them. They've got no reason to live. (laughs) They have no souls. That's us. Um, Yeah, I mean... (laughs) Here's the thing with Ryan Smith. We don't like to kind of, I mean, let's be <laughs> truthful. When you run two day tournament, unless somebody's really overly whelming, you just don't hand that off to the same person twice. Right. If they won the vote by one, and we didn't have a choice. If there's another way people know of doing it than voting, we don't know. I mean, it's just the easiest way. So yes, he it, it overwhelmingly. Was overwhelming. Yeah, overwhelmingly. So pretty neat. It was nice that there was only five people from Oklahoma in Oklahoma Bowl and we got the spiky cup. Yeah. And then I think there was even less because I wasn't playing. So four. I can't remember. In day two of Spiky Cup. And we still got the Spiky Cup. So we, mm-hmm. we rule kind of. Sure. With the spiky the stunties. Um no, everything went smooth. I think everybody had a good time. Th- that day's always weird because as soon as it ends, everybody's like, hey, see you, thanks, bye. Yeah. Boom. And I, I don't blame them. They, they have a long ways to drive. And we're tired, so we're trying to just wrap stuff up <laughs> and get done. And it's great. You know, Michael Lewis is a huge help. Um, Dustin and John, unfortunately, they leave before. Yeah, they don't stay for the whole day. They no. come by and visit and hang out, and then they hit the road because they have a six, seven-hour drive. Themselves. Yeah, it's a long ways. They're in the boonies of Texas. But we appreciate them coming out. Of course. And yeah, it's just kind of, it's a it's a little bittersweet because, you know, everyone leaves. And you never feel like you get to say enough to all the people there. No, there's some people that I feel like hate us because we didn't talk to them. Yeah. And yet I talk to them some, but not that much. Yeah, it's like Phil but then when and I'd Dean see them, and Jeffro. And they're like, like <laughs> oh, we had a great time. Thanks for everything. And it's like, but I hardly talked to you. Right. I didn't see you much. But anyways, that's they don't just care about it. us. They care about the tournament. Oh, I thought they came for us. <laughs> no, they come because we do a good tournament. I think everything went well, well aside from the figure. Pete worked all day. Pete did great, again. yeah. Um, 
he got overbooked. Not really overbooked. He just got a lot of people wanting to do sketches. So, which is awesome, yeah. Which is great. So he had to start making a list of everything. Um, then that night after we cleaned up the store and everything, we, we did our traditional go over to the sushi place at Volcano Sushi. And then you got to hear from the foreigners how it's not real sushi. And that's fine. They can have their real sushi. Right. And I'll take my American real sushi. Right. All day long. I mean, as um, long as it's good, that's all that matters. <laughs> it's good to me. Um, yeah, I guess it wasn't traditional sushi according to people from England and Sweden. But yeah. So what? I like it. Um, anyways, we had a good meal, a good time hanging out with everybody there. Then we just kind of went back to the house and hung out and chatted. and It was our first real chance to sit down and hang out with Pete and the Swedes. Yes. Because as much as we had talked with them, you know, and at, at this point, did you even know how long the Swedes were there? Because I don't think that even came up. No, I think it was Sunday that we really kind of broke down, like, we're going to be here for a whole week. And that's yeah. when I started worrying about, like, I guess I'll just have to give some of my time away mm-hmm. and figure out what I'm going to work, what I'm not going to work. Yeah. Sunday night, we also made an itinerary of, they had a list of things they wanted to do. Yeah. So we just Which luckily of, I already kind of knew about, so I had most of the stuff figured out. But it was a lot of stuff that we were going to do, and you know, I, I just took off that whole week. I didn't have the time to take off, but eh, I took some occurrences. And yeah, Steve's crazy like that. It's probably not. Hopefully, it's not a once in a lifetime thing. But if it is, I got to take care. I have to take the time off. Screw sure. it. Sure, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I, you're not going to hear me complain about it, right? I mean. I took all that time off too. Yeah. And as you're probably in the next segment going to find out all the stuff that we did, we spent we spent quite a bit of money <laughs> that I wasn't planning on spending money uh, for there. Yeah. Because nobody warned me about it. I and don't I care. probably would have not spent as much money in the months of January and February if I would have been warned to this. That's the only thing I'm really mad about you and Jennifer not telling me about this because zero chance I could do anything about that. Because I'm not going against their wishes. Baloney. I would not go against their wishes. You could have secretly told me. I'm a no. great actor. No, we you lie, are not. We could lie to them. <laughs> they would have never known the difference. And this is have... Scott knowing that they're th- coming, reacting to them showing up. Oh, hey. I had no idea that you guys were coming. Wow. Wow. My friends from Sweden are here. I did not Jennifer. hit them, Mark. I did not. These are the people we called the swedes yeah exactly like that uh-huh. is that what i would have done yep so I'm, no i could I not probably have... still acted angry <laughs> well that's yeah. the proper response that's true actually <laughs> you have to think of it you probably could have done that <laughs> all right so let's take a quick break here that wraps up oklahoma Bowl weekend um anything else to talk about for the tournament the tournament itself I, will I think say this. things went well. I think it was great to give that much money to charity. The trophies were amazing. Yeah, according to our notes, we donated seven hundred fifty total dollars yeah. to charity. So that's really crazy. A um, lot of stuff we gave away. I I would say, in retrospect, yeah. we got to figure out maybe do less drawings, but give out more stuff when we do it. Yeah, because so, we had so much stuff. I do like, want to give a shout out, so, so I'll just do that now. The Swedes were nice enough to bring some Kinder Eggs and some minis and pitches to give out. That was awesome. 
Uh, like I said, the two dice appeal. They gave out some shirts. KR Multi Case comes through as always. They always were there donating cases. Um, Army Painter, they were nice enough to, even though we didn't really have a painting per se category, they were nice enough to still give us some paints. Uh, they, they went out of their way and really worked with me on getting this taken care of. So I do want to give them a special shout out. If you do buy paints, Army Painter, I actually like them better than GW half the time. Um, Willie Miniatures just sent us so much stuff. It was insane. Uh, Hobby Holder, they sent us some of their holders for their figures. They were great. Die Hard Dice, they gave us some dice that were awesome. Tarsus Miniatures, they gave us the miniature and the the uh, little stickers for the bases. Mm -hmm. They were one of the first people to reach out and say, hey, we'd like to give you some stuff. I'm like, I will take it. Um, and finally, the Woodenier, W-O-O-D-I-N-E-E-R. He's the guy from Sweden that um, Anders hooked me up with. And he made the tokens. So we have tokens. We have plenty of tokens. If anybody wants some, they're on the shop. Uh, he also donated really cool dice towers for Oklahoma and Spiky Cup. Those dice towers are awesome. And they were so awesome, I had to buy ones for us, for both oh, yeah. down. Those were really awesome. He makes great dice towers. They're really small and portable and quiet. And they're and, probably, and custom. Yeah. I mean, they're, we got some cool both down ones. So. Really, really did. So I want to give a huge shout out to them. And you can find them on Facebook under that name or Etsy, I think, as well. Um, if you came to the event, we say this all the time, give us feedback. Yeah, we can take the bad stuff. We'll take the good stuff. We'll, we we like that too. But really, the things you would change in your opinion would be very helpful. Yeah. And like I said, I think what we need to do is figure out a way because we we have all these things. The giveaways and are so too much now. By the time we get down to the last twenty items, they're like dice or little tokens. And I get it. I get why I, I give everybody a hard time. Like hurry up and pick. Hurry up and pick. Hurry up and pick. But I know what everybody's doing. They go up there and they go, well, I got a wood elf team. Mm -hmm. And I also got this. But I play the wood elves more. Should I take this? I don't really need it because I have these. But I could get something for my friends or my son or whoever. I get all the thinking. And I give everybody a hard time every year. Yeah. Hurry up and pick or I'm going to pick something for you. We should probably just either throw stuff at people. I think we need people. to start bundling some stuff up. Bundle stuff, yeah. And maybe the top. 20% get something, but they get, they're they going to get a lot more than yeah. everybody getting, almost everybody getting a little bit of everything. Yeah. Because um, like I said, it's very Willy, time consuming. Willie Miniatures, they just sent us so much crap. It's amazing well, the stuff they sent us. It's one of those things like it was an amazing problem to have. Yeah. Because we had so much stuff. But yeah, it does take a little while just to go through it all. and So much stuff. I mean, did Chaos Cup give away that much stuff? I'm not, I'm not trying to knock them at all. I'm saying we were very blessed that we got a lot of stuff. Chaos Cup had a lot more stuff for raffles, that's for sure. Well, raffles, yes. Yeah, but, but that's stuff that's drawing, given to them. I, don't, I don't know. We had a lot. And that's a good thing to have. So we'll figure it out. You know, they tend to do them in between rounds, too. That's true. They, so that gives them more right. time so to do. So maybe, you know, dang near equal, maybe. We could possibly do that, because that will give us time to get the scores and stuff in but we don't usually have that big of an issue yeah we'll we'll figure it out we don't um, have as many people um yet yeah yeah 
So, if you have feedback, we want to hear it. Um, that's the only thing I can say. So, you know, if we're doing semi kind of shout outs right now, yeah, I just appreciate everybody coming out and hanging out and talking to us and supporting us. Some of you guys travel from a really long ways away. I mean, yeah. coming from Colorado or wherever. Oh, it's amazing. Like, that, like, you know, it's yes, really, the Swedes, really flattering. We can absolutely take, you know, great pride in the Swedes came, you know, but they're also friends of ours. So it's not as if they came only for the tournament. They came to hang out too. So sure. that's awesome. But someone my, like Michael Yule, who flies by in himself. By, by himself from Canada, spends a ton of money just to get there. And it's just amazing. I agree. I agree. Yeah, and of course, I, Pete coming doesn't hurt, you know. Just flattered by all of it. So, yeah. you know, for whatever reason you came here, thank you. You guys are the success to this. Um, if you'd like us to get Jervis next year, that's not going to happen. No. No, 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 no. We'll try <laughs> yeah. to get somebody to get some hairs from Jervis, and then we'll clone yeah. him and create our own little Blood Bowl baby. That'd be awesome. <laughs> now, we we could see if uh, Pete might come back. I don't know if he'll come back next year, though, because he's going to go to the World Cup, I believe. He, he claims he wants to come back. Awesome. Just to, if anything, hang out with us, you know. That's perfectly fine. So um, so next year, if you'd like to support Pete coming to Oklahoma Bowl again. Yeah, yeah. we should just create a donation thing to pay yeah. for Pete's ticket. <laughs> and surprisingly, it wasn't too horribly bad, but every little bit helps. Right. So let's wrap this part up. Yes. Now we can wrap this now up Now we can wrap up Oklahoma Bowl weekend. We're going to come back and we're going to give the shorter version of what we did after Oklahoma Bowl weekend. From the Swedish perspective. But we're not Swedish. I know, but we're going to talk about what the So Swedes. from the Oklahoma perspective. Well, yeah, but I mean, we already talked about Pete's experiences of that week, but now... So we're going to speak for Jonas and Anders. Yes. Who am I going to be? Um, you are both. I'm both. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you got to figure out how to do that. I, I'm terrible with accents. Yep. So they're all always the same person. <laughs> we are from Sweden. Yes. Yeah. A Sweden, you sure? Yeah, chocolate. Pork, pork, pork. <laughs> And now we're back with our week with the Swedes and Pete. Because we already kind of talked about what Pete did. Well, Pete did everything we did. Yeah, pretty much. So we, we won't probably <laughs> go into any great detail, but just oh, kind of... Sure. we can. Whatever. Uh, let see. Monday, we did have our diner send-off with Chance and Drew. Which has become a weird tradition. It's not weird. It's nice. Uh, I'm okay on that place. It's not like the best breakfast place but at it's, the same time it, it's cozy it's so. good it's close yeah it's I, nice I to see him off that, so yeah we do that every year now and it's your birthday and drew's birthday <clears throat> it was and i don't know i don't know you get older birthdays don't feel as cool well anymore. it also it doesn't help when everything else is going on too yeah. i kind of like having other distractions not the dude i'm close to 50 yeah which is close to 60 which is 70 which is you know, i'm dead I'm pretty much dead. Yeah. I've lived 60% of my life. Oh, at, at least. At best. Yeah. At best. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, we'll all be dead soon. There you go. It's fine. Yeah. I heard there might be an asteroid that hits us in like 2027. That'd be cool. Like there's a probability of like one out of a hundred chance. Yeah. Which it, is really high. It is, but I doubt it. Yeah. I know. It was an article. You know how the oh, Yahoo yeah. is. They want you to click of on Of course. Things. Anyways. 
Um, we the, ended up going to Hooters for lunch. We did, which was interesting because I haven't been to Hooters in years, and that's what the Swedes wanted to go eat. Wings were still pretty good. They weren't as great as I remember them being. They had more sauces, though. Yeah, it was much more of a sauce-heavy place. It, they didn't used to be that. They used to just be baked wings, and they used to be great. And now it's just kind of good. It would have all been better if we didn't have... The breakfast place is pretty hearty breakfast. Yeah. So I was... We had all-you-could-eat wings, but I didn't take advantage of that as much as possible. Why I didn't buy those. And I took them to go, what we didn't eat, and I left them behind. So therefore, I didn't (laughs) even get to like re-enjoy them. Uh You guys went and saw Captain Marvel. Yes, we did. We we toured. We toured a little bit. We took the long way home. I took them by my work in the airport. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they were amazed by all the oil wells here in Oklahoma. Yep. Just pumping away. Yeah, if you haven't been, there's we call them crickets because they are the ones that go up and down. Mm-hmm. So, um, and they're just plentiful around and here. And we, we, me and you don't even think about them. No. And everywhere we went, they were like, God, there's some here. There's I mean, I pass here. one on the way to work every day. Don't even think about it. No, well, I At know. At least one. That's it. It's really, it was really neat. Seeing people from outside of Oklahoma appreciate or like things that we don't even think about anymore. Yeah. So. And we're over here trying to be like, oh, well, this is cool. See how these are giant arrows in the ground? I guess that's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Right. At the airport. And they're like, no, man, it's flat. This is amazing. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Then y'all went to saw Captain Marvel. I already saw it, so, or I was going to see it. I can't remember. I don't remember. But we saw it in the 4X. Anyways, you all saw it in the With the moving chairs. chairs. That's yeah. just no, so not needed. Have you done that yet? <laughs> no, I'm not going to. I would say do it once. Okay. Like, if you are going to see Avengers Endgame again, do it that way. Really? Just because it's different. Okay. But it's not needed at Do they all. blow mist and stuff? Yeah, they got mist. They got strobe lights. See, they have glasses. It's I don't so know if dumb. I want mist. It wasn't that bad. Okay. Like, I don't have glasses. You do? I do. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, I know. I thought those were part of your eyes. Yeah, they're just really weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't even don't think we did anything for dinner that night. No, I think we were all full still. Yeah, I can't remember what. Yeah, I don't think we did really. Because that was fancy. really that was our planning session night. We planned the rest of the week. Yeah. Um, Tuesday, then, you decided to sleep in because you didn't want to go walk seventeen thousand miles at the zoo. I really wanted to go to the zoo, but I was so damn tired. Um, so, and Pete didn't want to go. So my family and the Swedes, we all went to the zoo. It was spring break for the kids and the zoo was packed as a mofo. I believe it. And it was really I got a busy camel. and I got you a camel. Oh, did you get that for me? Yeah, I got, Oh, thank you. I ended up buying like one of almost every kind out there. Oh, cool. the kid, of course the kids wanted one of each. These are molded Ramas. If you don't know. Mm-hmm. So They're, look them up. They're yeah. really cool. Um, yeah, we hit almost every one of them. There's now different ones out there in the yeah. zoo, in different areas. I think we got five of the six or something. Oh, cool. Um, How much are they now? I think they were two fifty or three dollars. Still not bad. Um, but by the time I started buying them, then the kids decided they wanted one. So I think you got that one because nobody wanted it. I think by <laughs> default, awesome. that's how that happened. I figured you'd be happy with anything. So Yeah, absolutely. Um, so like I said, we went to the zoo. It was really packed. We had a really good time. It's funny. Like Jonas was into certain animals, and so we had to make sure to go see them. And um, I can't remember what it was. Oh, 
God. It was a red panda. It might have been something like that. Yeah. It was something. Was it a dick dick? No, no. Um, it was something in that. Ibex? Red... No, it was in the red panda family, though. Oh, okay. What... Not a sugar bear. Sugar glider. I don't know about that. Dang it, I can't remember. I can't remember this right now. Was it a Fozzie bear? <laughs> yes, it was Fozzie the bear. Waka, waka, waka. Yeah. Uh, it was really cool, though. We saw the uh, baby elephant running around, and it was just like a child. I mean, <laughs> for real. Like, the okay. other elephants were doing this stuff, and the adults would walk around and do things. And then, like, there's an older sister. I guess that's a couple years old. Mm-hmm. And then the baby would kind of run around and do just silly things like a kid. Yeah. And then we'd go over to sister and nuzzle with her and then try to get her to do things. And I didn't know this. I guess I just never thought about it. Like, I was like, why is there, they hide their food and all this stuff. I guess elephants get bored really easy and they know that depression sets in and mm-hmm. they don't have something to like keep their brain sharp and stuff. So like, that was really neat that they hide their food throughout the area and stuff like that. Yeah. But, and you know, Pete's against the idea of zoos. I can't fault him for that because it is very probably bad to have animals at a zoo but at least in my personal i mean they do everything they can to be good to the animals they're not trying to mistreat them and our zoo really has always done a great job it seems like except when it comes to porpoises but you know we'll not mention the multiple deaths of dolphins (laughs) wow but that's closed down now um but i don't know in some ways i think zoos allow people to see animals and maybe appreciate them more. I think when they that's a huge deal. Area. Yeah. That's the vibe I get from my children. I think so too. Cause if you, if you never saw an elephant or never saw a bear or anything, you just wouldn't care as much. My daughter last week took a, um, a earwig, the little bug earwig thing yeah. that looks like it has a claw on its butt, took it outside to save it. Huh? Instead of killing it. Like I would have, what yeah. are you doing with that? Well, Dad, I don't know why we're going to kill this. That's good. I'm like, okay, whatever. So, I don't know. Uh, we enjoyed the zoo. We actually yeah. ended up eating out there, and we ate overpriced food. It was <laughs> a... I talk about it probably on the podcast with Pete. Um, you know, when we lose a child, kind of like, where did so-and-so go? Mm, yeah. There we go. They're looking at some animal, and right behind him is Anders, who's not... Trying to push them along. They're just letting them enjoy the zoo, but they're wa- overwatching them. Yeah. Same, uh, there's Jonas doing the same thing. And it's just like, it's pretty amazing that you have friends like that, that you don't see that often, that are just so caring and mm-hmm. stuff. The kids really had a great time. Um, you know, we did the, the the tram or whatever it's called that did the whole circle around the zoo. Yeah. And gave us the tour and then, you know, walked to places and stuff like that. So we had a really good time. We were tired as hell. Yeah. Or at least I was. I was just tired from the weekend. I was tired from everything. Um quite quite the long day. And then you guys came back and we actually I don't know if we mentioned this on Pete's. There's gonna be a lot of overlap, so just suck it up. Um Hess wanted to take the Swedes and Pete to Fassler Hall, which is a hipster German place downtown. So we went there, got some schnitzel, mm-hmm. they got some beers, and then we went over to McNelly's, which is a hipster pub downtown, and they have a really cool third floor, which is a bar and allows smoking, and mm-hmm. we just sat and shot the shit for a couple hours that night. And Fassler Hall food good? Yeah. 
It's, it was good the few times I've been, so um, I kind of missed going that part. They had duck fat fries, which are good. I mean, they're not much different than regular fries, but whatever. But I had a pork schnitzel, I think. Mm-hmm. I had chicken schnitzel, and they had pork schnitzel. They, they were good. That's good. It's nothing amazing, but I mean, it's good. But it was a lot of fun just to sit around and actually relax and chat. And, you know, they got beer, and I just sat and had my diet Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Uh, Wednesday, we took a big trip out to the Stockyard area of Oklahoma City. Stockyard City. Is that what it's really called? Yeah, it is called called Stockyard City. So this is where the stockyards are, obviously. Um, We went to Cattleman's. Which is an amazing steak place. I want to go back sometime, and I'll have to try the T-Bone, because Jonah says it's the best he's ever had. Um, I was really happy with what I had, so I don't need to pay extra. I got the sirloin, and it was just fine. What did I get? The filet? You got the filet mignon. Yeah, it was pretty It was pretty tasty. And Jennifer's definitely down if you want to go back sometime. Okay. Um, I swear. It's super expensive. I would have bet money that I've been there before in my life. And after walking in, I'm like, man, I don't know if I've ever been now. I yeah, swear I had not. this memory that I went with my parents. but You may have. Man. You may, I said you may have gone to the different side. whole different place. Yeah, maybe so. Um, anyways, we had really good food. I was glad that the... Swedish yeah. guys were like very thrilled and happy. Hearing somebody go like that's the best steak I've ever had in my life was just really rewarding, mm-hmm. even though I didn't cook it. Right. Because they're like hanging out with us. Exactly. And you know, it's Oklahoma. We don't have really a lot of stuff to hang our hat on, but that place is one of the more renowned restaurants. And uh we did a lot of the cowboy things in that area, which mm-hmm. was you know, stores full of cowboy boots or weird sodas or Yeah, we went to a saddles. store right next door to it and there was I don't even know what you call it, like a general store, but it had sweets and that's where they got their gloves. Yeah, that's where but, Pete found his leather gloves, which is just like a, getting a child something. Pete he was and so excited. Jonas as well. Well, I know. Well, Jonas saw Pete get him, and like he had to have one. No, they they got him independent of each other. They did. Yeah, that's why it was so funny. Oh, geez. but yeah, when we went downtown, they didn't know how to dress, so Jonas and Andrews dressed as you know they do in the fancy suits with their twirly <laughs> mustaches. They they get they get a plenty of wear out of those suits. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they really make them count. But we got a really cool photo because they had an old bar from like the eighteen nineties, <laughs> and we got a photo of all of us standing next to it yeah that photo looks like there was people like cosplaying mm-hmm. at the place yeah absolutely so, looks like that <laughs> it's pretty neat yeah we looked some more stuff you went home with the kids or with uh, jen and everyone right and you guys went and shot guns we went and got shotguns it was a lot of fun um we went over that i would say it was kind of annoying because hess has guns and he brought them but didn't have any bullets for his guns so we had to rent. So something. did you enjoy it enough that you would go shoot guns again? Like if I said, "Hey, I like Saturday, let's go shoot some guns." Yeah, I don't have an issue with that. I enjoy right. it. All right, that's target practice. It again, like just like Pete, never would I have one at my house. They're absolutely ridiculous. Just right. and we'll differ on this with a lot of people, but the stats show it's if you have it in your house, there's more chance of it being unused on you or your family than an intruder. Especially around here, I don't have that issue. Now, if I die being shot by an intruder, then that's fine. Take this out and put it on my headstone. Make me look like an idiot. Okay, we'll do that. It's just not going to happen. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. I just like the the 
target aspect of it. Like, I'd rather go archery shooting. Because I like actually trying to better my shots instead of... I'm not. It's not the appeal of the firepower. It's the appeal of shooting... Being accurate. Accurate, yes. Sure. That's cool. Because that was always my favorite type of video game to play, too. Was like, you know, police trainer or whatever. We try and do the accuracies. That's neat. Okay. Um, you guys did some other shopping. Yeah. You went to the 511 store, is that what it was? Yeah, 511. That was the, the brand the Swedes liked. Okay. And then nothing was cheaper there. It was the same price as in Sweden. Um, but yeah, we ended up coming up. back and get chicken and waffles. Which was, uh, I don't know if a big hit, but they were like, no. they did it. They could say they did it, and they moved on. <laughs> that was pretty much it. I think Pete was being nice, even with his uh, lack of enjoyment. I mean, <laughs> it's just not that good. I think uh, I think you can make good chicken and waffles. We did not go to a good place. I think the deal is, is if you like chicken strips and you like waffles, you're going to like chicken and waffles. No, I like chicken strips. I like waffles, and I like syrup. But it just doesn't need to go together. It's fine. It just needs to be something else. So again, okay. spicy or something. Oh, somebody's gonna take somebody's gonna hear that and they're gonna take our idea of a spicy yeah. you know, strip with like a a whole wheat waffle or something. Yep. Just have more texture to it, yep. more spice. Yeah, it'd be good. Yep. I fully believe that. Uh Thursday we got up not super early, but we went and got some regular donuts. Right. Uh from just the local donut shop. I think they, were, they wanted to try a whole bunch of those. Yeah, we picked out a ton. You I think guys got a bunch. I think their favorites were the original and the blueberry. I think so, too. More of the cake donuts than the sugar ones. Mm-hmm. And then we took another trip to Oklahoma City. I, I swear, this week, I drove up to Oklahoma City more than I have in months. Oh, same here. Yeah. Some of the same roads. I'm like, good Lord, we're driving up here again. Yeah, I haven't been that way <laughs> that many times and since I worked up there. Uh, we went to uh, downtown Oklahoma City. We took them to the uh, the Murrah bombing site yeah. from, what was it, 2000 or... 96? 1996. Yeah. Um, did that... Um, that was really interesting mm-hmm. and weird all at the same time because it's a memorial, so those are always weird to me anyways. Same. Um, but I finally got to see it because after all these years, I never I never really desired to go because, again, I it's a memorial. Don't. It's just weird. It's like I get people visiting a graveyard, you know, or to go go see somebody's headstone or whatever, but at the same time, I don't get it. I think the thing is we're in that middle category of we're we're here and we don't know anyone who was involved in it. If we knew someone who was involved in it, we'd care and we'd go. Or if we were not from here and you didn't you were passing through Oklahoma, you're like, Oh, that's a place I've heard about, so I want to go check it out. Maybe so. We're in that middle category of eh, we don't care. It's just it is what it is. Right. Maybe so. Now, we did oh. get to walk around downtown, see some cool stuff. Come to find out, Devon Tower, which is the really cool, super tall building we have here. I, I call it Stark Tower. Pretty much. They actually have a lunch buffet during the week. Oh, we should have done that. Well, you, well no, because you wanted to go no, to Thai Kitchen. No, we wanted to go to the Thai food place. Yeah. And I didn't know about it. But now, if we ever go back during the week, they have a buffet. Hmm. I, I don't know if we still have to dress up or anything. But their restaurant is on the top floor. and it, That's interesting. It would have been cool. Um, we did the underground walkthrough of these tunnels that are all uh, underneath Oklahoma City. 
I remember as a kid barely being in those, but I remember them being a lot busier. Yeah, and I've talked to other people. They were a lot different when we were younger. Um, They've walled off a lot of it. Uh-huh. Made it simpler. Just more travel instead of commerce. Right. Um, so anyways, that was interesting. Um, we did the Thai kitchen, which is your favorite place down there. Oh, yeah. It if was I, really good. If I ever have a final meal and I get to pick where it's from, that's where it's coming from. Um, good uh, stuff. The Swedes and Pete were all making fun of how it wasn't hot enough. Yeah, that's fine. They could have. They also didn't put the extra spicy stuff on right. any of their food, so th- they're lying. Eh, I get it. They're wusses. <laughs> no. Um, but they they all actually all enjoyed that, which made me happy too. Being a yeah a, a foodie person, I'm like, yeah, you like the food I like. Um, yeah. We went over to Bass Pro since we were down that way. Yeah, if you don't know Bass Pro, it's a giant, giant, giant store filled with hunting and sporting stuff. Right, camouflage. Yeah, it, it is not a. St- I mean, I don't mind going, but I, I never really walk out of there with anything. Tackle boxes to put my gaming components. That's pretty much in. it. That's the only reason I ever went. <laughs> but even then, I did go to Academy because they're better. Right. Because so, they don't have the big giant Bass Pro logo on it. Right. So it's it's interesting. It was fun taking them. Yeah. To see all the. The stuff. It was fun watching Pete play the. Uh, I didn't know you could actually games. service your boat there. I didn't know that. Like they either. actually had a, a place that you can yeah. service boats. They have a place. Not only do you buy boats, but they had like a financing department. Because I saw people in there talking about financing for boats. That's because there's just people out there that buy a big boat, and that's where they I guess go. I, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, if you can do it, do it. Sure. I'm not a boat person, but okay. On a boat. On a boat. Isn't that a song? Yes, it is. Okay. By the Lonely Island. My grandparents had a boat, and I loved it. But they got rid of it by the time I was like 12, where I probably could have really loved it. So. My brother Ronnie had a pontoon boat, uh-huh. and he enjoyed it. it was yeah. A lot of upkeep, he said. But Yeah, that's what, I guess it was that's mainly, what my grandparents got rid of it, too. It was mainly just to go out drinking on the lake. Drinking or fishing? Drinking. Okay. I don't think he did much fishing, but it was mainly drinking. Hmm. It was Ronnie. I got you. Um, that night we went to Alfredo's, we went to Alfredo's cause they wanted some Tex-Mex Mexican food. Yeah. So we gave them the place that has like all the extra freebie stuff in addition to, and in Oklahoma, one of the few things that apparently is a very Oklahoma thing. If you go to a restaurant, Mexican restaurant, again, these are Tex-Mex restaurants, you get your free chips and salsa and free queso and tortillas. Well, you don't get that anywhere else. Right. It's amazing. I mean, because years ago, Joe Roberts said, like, I can't believe all this stuff's free. Yeah. So now anytime someone out of town comes in, we have to take them to a Mexican place and go, hey, look at all this free stuff you get. (laughs) Right. Which also means that if we're out of town, like when we went up to Kansas City, (laughs) me and Jennifer, that one year for for Three Dot Brawl. He was like, we stopped and got Mexican food. And we're like, do you want to buy some queso? We're like. Well, the SR cheese sauce, man. Yeah. For free. Because well, we're spoiled. Um, when I took the Swedes to the little Mexican place in Dallas <clears throat> when I was picking them up, uh-huh. you know, it's a hole in the wall. It, I don't know if it's actually Mexican. Like, it's quote unquote Mexican food, but I think they're Venezuelan. Okay. So it's a little bit different. Great flavor on everything. But no, no free cheese sauce or no free tortillas. <laughs> Just like, ah, eh, it's disappointing. But they got full. We had a good time. Yeah. Um, I think we might have played a game that night. I think we did. I think we played a game of Bunny Kingdom. Yeah. Which I won. 
probably. I know I didn't. I'm just putting it out there. Okay. Fine. I don't win games all the time, so. Well, Steve won. I we am played the two Lord ge- of the Bunnies. We played two games of Bunny Kingdom while they were here. And I did really terrible in both. Well, you're being a gracious host. No, I tried. I didn't let anybody try to beat me. <laughs> Friday. Friday was the day that will live in infamy. Friday was the day that, like, I was game for going, but at the same time, I was like, I mean, my whole life I keep hearing about all these great barbecue places. Well, also didn't help that you hosed yourself by having to tow a kid up with you. Well, I didn't so we hose had too many, myself. We had I was too being many a people. father. Well, I know, but. I was being a father who was meeting a kid that lived halfway up that way. So instead of taking my kid an hour in one direction, I yeah. had the mom to meet me there. I get it. Which was better than me driving an hour away. Um, but yeah, so yeah. we had to go separately and we went to Wellston, Oklahoma, which is about 40, 50 minutes away from us. Right. Not a huge amount, but you know. And it was a hole, not really a hole in the wall, because they're famous. There was no wall. <laughs> it was like a trailer with a big metal awning yeah. and picnic tables. Yep. And it was delicious. Oh, absolutely, insanely delicious. And we got a little bit of everything, basically a pound of everything and like a half pound of the sausage and chicken, which, like we said with the Pete episode, not the greatest sausage and chicken in the world. Really good, but everything else was much much better it wasn't bad it just no, was no, no. compared to the other stuff the ribs were like i really want to go this summer sometime soonish when i have a friday off take yeah. jennifer up there just just to eat on some food if you want someone else to go with you let me know <laughs> well obviously well i mean i don't know if you're going on like a date thing where you don't want other people or what so yeah why would i want you that's what i'm saying you, if you want to go on a date with me no you're gonna put out <laughs> well it depends are you buying the barbecue it was pretty pricey <laughs> it was but it was worth <laughs> honestly it wasn't that pricey i mean i've been to like there's a barbecue place that just opened up here and more that is more expensive than that place and i guarantee it's not as good well that's i won't deny that so, so anyways it was called butcher's barbecue in wellston butcher barbecue yep yeah, but butcher barbecue uh, in wellston top notch top notch amazing you've already heard us talked about it with pete Baked apple pie, baked beans, yeah, or whatever. Apple baked beans or whatever they were called, they were amazing. It was good. Their, all their sides were good. Uh, we went down through Route sixty six. It was that's where I really got a kick out of like watching Pete glow and just look at things because yeah. like you know he was talking about how like it's all in this music and they always hear movies. Well, about he grew this. up you know watching Route sixty six or you know. Mm-hmm. The song and Americana, and you don't get more Americana than Route 66. Yeah, so we just drove there. I got Which, a... did, does everybody know what that is, the significance of it, do you think? Tell them. Okay, well, if you don't know the significance of it, it was the first interstate highway to connect, I believe, New York to California, coast to coast. Okay. So you could take one highway to go coast to coast, which was huge. So it became very popular, and as such... Throughout that whole stretch of highway, which a lot of it goes through Oklahoma, um, just, it was the 50s. It was when you had cars popping up and people traveling more, and they had extra money. So you'd have these hotels popping up, and they'd become kitschy because they're trying to get your business versus something else. So, like, back in the old days, there was hotels that were teepees that you could stay in, Mm. or... You know, just weird-ass hotel things. And then there became roadside attractions. Those started popping up. Like, 
I remember in um, going through New Mexico as a kid, I believe, there was a dinosaur park. I remember that. And like a petrified forest. And <laughs> I've been through that. It's, it's stuff that when you're traveling, you just pull off and go to because it's there. Right. So Route 66 became this cultural phenomenon. And then that was the same time TV was coming around and, you know, music was getting international and, you know, the song got out and the TV show got out. And obviously that became a milestone of Americana for other people. Sure. So that's why it was so interesting. Right. Um, You guys missed out on the Red Barn. I took Pete by the Red Barn. Yeah. Truthfully, I would have skipped the Red Barn if I've never been into the Red Barn, but I was in there with the... It's in a town called Arcadia that's located on Route 66. Same it place looks just like is. a round barn. Yeah. And you go into it, and it looks like it's <laughs> it's just actually really pretty inside. And I would have never known that unless I was in a wedding in there. So I thought Pete would enjoy that, so we went by there and did that. And then we met you guys at this place called Pops. Mm-hmm which is known for all their crazy little soda pops and stuff. And it's kitschy on Route 66. Right. And it would have been better if we hadn't gone to the other place that had the weird sodas. So we were already weird sodaed out. Right. So that kind of hurt it. Right. And it's really cool in the evening because it's light up and it's all nice looking. But we still went. Speaking of 66, Mm -hmm. um, my dad lives in Elk City, which is further west of Oklahoma City by a couple hours. Mm -hmm. They have a Route 66 museum there which I've never been to because I don't care. Um, but come to find out, like there are a ton of people from Europe who will fly in somewhere and rent motorcycles and drive them through Route 66. Huh. Like they, at the museum, there's a map of the world and people who stop in will put a pin in mm-hmm. and you just see like all of Europe is just completely blacked out, hmm. especially like Sweden in there. You know, those people love it. It's just very neat. Huh. That is interesting. Um, after we left Pops, we made the journey back down to Oklahoma City mm-hmm. and we went to the Cowboy, and the West- National Cowboy and he- Western Heritage Museum. Yeah. Or what, when we were children, was called the Cowboy Hall of Fame. Right. And we kind of went a lot through that with the Pete episode. Um, I was so tired by this point. I was too. I will say this. As a child, I hated this place. Same. As a grown-up, I appreciated it more. Yeah. I enjoyed the artwork stuff a lot more, Mm -hmm. maybe, than the other stuff. But there was a lot of history stuff like, man, we really... I think I enjoyed the art stuff more now because of the first stuff we saw, and I just got so tired when I got to the other stuff, I sure. just gave up caring. I understand. It was a lot to take in. Yeah. I mean, really, any museum that's really good, yeah, you could spend days in. Oh, for sure. Because you want to stop and really read stuff. And, and this and really that. did have a lot of interesting stuff. And again, if you didn't listen to the last one, it, their whitewashing of what happened to the Native Americans is very disappointing. Right. So there's that. Too. But... Deal it with. is what it is. I I enjoyed it a lot more, but after a couple hours, I was also really I, yeah. I was just worn out. It was a very exhausting week. Very exhausting. Because um, don't forget, every night we were staying up and chatting until eleven or twelve. Sure. And then going to bed and waking up early and yeah. Yeah, it was. 
it was like I was taking, I described to people that I basically took a vacation in my own backyard. We call those staycations. But we really did stuff. We just didn't stay home and watch TV. Yeah. It well, was constantly going. Yeah. And, you know, when you're around a group of people, whether good or bad, you're it gets tiring. Yeah. And we kind of feed off of each other's energy because we want to do stuff. We want to show stuff off. Sure. We're having a great time. And But it does get tiring. Um, so we wrapped that up Friday. Like I said, I think this is when we played the next game of Bunny Kingdom. Could have been. I don't and remember. Then, yeah, I don't remember either. Saturday, it says we went to Speeding Bullet. I did. Because you, okay. had, you had stuff to do that day. I think I had we, soccer or something. Yeah, and so I took the Swedes and Pete, and we were making our way down. Basically, we rested in the morning. And then we made our way down to Norman to meet up for uh, birthday dinner. Oh, okay, that's right. You guys kind of spent the first half of the day, mm-hmm. and I did kids' sports. That's exactly what yeah. happened. Uh, but I took them to Speeding <clears throat> Bullet, which was a, a comic book store that I spent a lot of time at until they screwed me over. So I haven't been back in probably 15, well, geez. Steve holds grudges. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, and then, um, but that was neat. They got to see some stuff. They have a lot, lot, lot of those large, oversized prints, like books. Those are really cool. I Those just are. wish I could afford them. Yeah, but then I don't know, know what, what you I would do, do with them. With them. <laughs> That's what You'd have to have a giant shelf because these right. are like original art sizes. It's like the same pages that the the same size of pages that the artist used. Yeah, the, the original the, art. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's really cool though. It's but. weird. Uh, then we ended up. I took him to OU campus, University of Oklahoma. Walked, you know, didn't walk around, but drove around, showed them all in the stadium and everything, and. Then we got to Campus Corner, walked around that some, made it to O'Connell's, the bar there, and then we went to uh, Hideaway for pizza. Yeah, so my family, we went to pizza, a couple reasons. Swedes wanted to go out and get some pizza. They were wanting pizza, and specifically pepperoni. Hideaway's a pretty good pizza place. So this is another reason why I was really trying to push for Hideaway pizza at lunch for Oklahoma Bowl. Okay. Is I didn't know because the Swedes were coming. Oh, and I want you know. I remember you talking. Normally about this. we go to Hideaway on Saturday night, but I didn't know if we'd do that, and because that's been our tradition for years now is going to Hideaway. Yeah. So we didn't do that this year. I mean, so I thought it'd be nice to have. I didn't know if we'd make it in some other way. So I thought that'd be a good way to knock off one thing. So we had a lot of birthdays with Eden's birthday, Hunter's birthday, my birthday, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So we just had a little family get together and we just invited the Swedish guys and Steve yeah. and Pete all out and they met all our family. They met my mom, Jennifer's mom, my parents and all that stuff. So yeah, we just met at Hideaway. We had a big group. We had some good pizza. Yeah. We found out that Swedish pizza is a lot different. Oh yeah. <laughs> they put peanuts on some of their pizzas. Uh, tiki masala pizza, I think, is the biggest one. And when they have a pepperoni pizza, they don't have much pepperoni on it. No. So we got the special super duper pepperoni one, pepperoni palooza. Which is a good pizza. Oh, it's so good. I'm not a, little... I'm not a pepperoni fan, but if you get that one, I want a slice. Right. It's 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 not just regular pepperoni. It's got three different types. It's got the little cup ones, which make it... Because those little cup pepperonis are the best. Oh, I 100%. totally agree. Uh, after that, we went over to Hertz Donuts, which is a novelty. <laughs> it's not really great donuts, but if we've you talked take about a, it before. And... Yeah, if you smash a candy bar on top of a, a donut and you think it's cool, and that's what it is. So it's good to do once in your lifetime. 
their chocolate cake donuts with just fr- you know regular icing on it are awesome. Really? Okay. But that's it. Gotcha. But I love chocolate cake donut, which you don't see too often. Um, that night we had storms rolling through. Yeah. Uh, that was the night we again, just... We, they were just far enough out of distance where we could sit outside in the yard and see these big thunderheads. Yeah. Just exploding and got a good light show. We heard one thunder all night. It was one of those moments that I look at the sky and you put yourself back 2,000 years or 1,000 years when it's just the Indians in the fields, in the plains, looking up and seeing this giant storm roll in. Not hearing anything, but just seeing lightning go back and forth between the clouds. And you're like, okay, I get why they, you know, would believe in, you know, cloud deities or the um, Thunderbird or any of that. It's Mm -hmm. like so impressive. What were they thinking when they saw this crap? Right, yeah. You know, it's amazing to us, and we are of this time. Yeah, it's uh, it's because we cool. literally just stood on the lawn for about forty minutes watching the skies. Yeah, we got some a f- couple good pictures, and Andrew's got yeah. the amazing uh, selfie mm-hmm. for his uh, Facebook profile. Uh, oh, does he? Yeah, that's cool. The little GIF of the lightning cla- uh, flashing behind him. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one, the single one he did mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, no, it was just really neat. It was far enough away. We were safe while other people weren't. And they got to experience what a, what we deal with here in Oklahoma. Yeah. So, and they said it's different than what they have. So that's what was kind of neat about it too. And luckily, knock on wood and everything, I mean, there was no tornado risk to us. It was further south, I believe. Mm-hmm. So we didn't ever have to worry about that. Um, and that's a huge deal, as you guys know. And then I'm going to let Steve talk about the Sunday because really that was the last night I got to see the Swedish guys. You know, no, I guess that morning we had breakfast, right? Yeah. We had breakfast with Jennifer and all of us. We left all the kids at home. That (laughs) whole time we had talked about having the Swedes on the podcast and chatting and, you know, recording something with them because we, you know, we figured you guys would be interested in getting their take on the tournament and everything, but it was just. No time. It just never fell into place. We had a week with them, but there's still not enough time. No. That's how you know you really have great friends when (laughs) after a week of hanging out with them nonstop, you're still like, man, we need to do more stuff. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. After the diner, uh, you and Jen said your goodbyes. Mm -hmm. It was sad. Yeah. And then we headed down to Texas. And as I said, we went to Windstar, the giant casino. They enjoyed seeing everything. Got a bar at Toby Keith's Bar and Grill. That's nice. Um, got some photos, I think, because Windstar has a giant globe in front of it mm-hmm. in one of the areas. It's really neat. Then we were going down, and it wasn't really much of a plan. It was kind of just hanging out. And obviously, the casino allows smoking so they didn't want to smell like smoke the whole flight. So we're going to my brother's so they could take a shower before the flight. Uh-huh. Uh, on the way there, we stopped at Muya's, which is a really great burger place that has milkshakes. So they loved that. Honestly, that place is so good. I always forget how good it is. It's, everything's fresh. Uh, got to my brother's, hung out there some. They got their showers. We went to Madness again. Giant comic and game shop. Pete got to see it and... 
you know, Pete was nice enough to go down with us and hang out. Then went over to downtown, got to see the downtown city hall, which is where Robocop was shot. Went to Dealey Plaza, which again, mentioned it before, it's where Kennedy was shot. It was just really amazing and somber and you you kind of think, well, it's, this isn't that big a deal. But when you get there, you're like, oh, well, actually, kind of is a really big deal. I mean, you've seen it our whole lives, and then to be there, it's just like, wow. That's <laughs> just weird. You put yourself in that situation, like, wow, this, how crazy would that have been? Mm-hmm. Then we headed to the airport, and it's DFW Airport, and I tell you, the difference between DFW and Love Field down there in Dallas... It's not just 10 miles? Well, I don't mean like the physical difference. I mean like... <laughs> I know what you mean. It's yeah. like kindergarten to advanced quantum mechanics No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's incredible. Right. Like tr- just trying to find where they were and there's 25 divergent lanes. If you want gate A through B, go left. If you want gate this, this, go this way. If you want something else, go right. And right. It's crazy. Oh, so much. Just it's like its own city outside the city or in the city. Yeah. You know, it's just it weird. Was insane. So got them to the the place and dropped them off and said her goodbyes. And I think Pete was trying not to cry because he was Aww. really missing him. It was just great. I was so happy to have everything basically work without a hitch, you know, besides Pete showing up. But that can't control all the weather but there was no issues with the whole travel or anything got them on time and then we made our way back and uh got stuck in a lot of traffic which was really annoying you like that though not a fan <laughs> not a fan at all i was and... so tired just so sick of traffic <laughs> and that was the week after oklahoma Bowl. yeah so that's two out of three weeks in a row that i went to dallas yeah because after a week of hanging out here with why we go to work and Pete hangs out and draws and yeah, goes visits the diner seventeen times in a day <laughs> yeah <pretty much. laughs> and, and walks the city of more, you know we go back that next weekend for the Texas Ranger game. Yes, I say we recorded with Pete I believe on Thursday of that Thursday week. or Friday and then we went down. Yeah, I guess we didn't really talk about right. this. So yeah, I, after the Pete podcast, we, I bought tickets a long time ago to go to a Cubs game because the Cubs were opening the series against the Texas Rangers in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Like, that's awesome. Okay, well, it's the week, it's two weeks after Oklahoma Bowl and a week after Texas Pinball Festival. I'm like, okay, well, that's fine. I'll be busy. And then, you know, the Swedes are coming in. I'm like, oh, uh, okay, well, that's fine. I'll, I'll still be busy. And then, you know, I ended up not, not going to Texas Pinball Festival this year, which kind of sucked, but that's fine. And then when Pete finally confirmed that he was coming, I was like, okay, that's awesome. When do you want to go back? He goes, I don't care. I go, okay, but when do you want to go back? I don't care. How long do you want to be here? At least a week or two. How long do you want to be here? At least a week or two. (sighs) Okay. Let's just do two weeks. Got to go down to Dallas anyways. Right. I tried to get the Citadel to do a signing for Pete because they're down there. It's a Warhammer. But what? Are you crazy? Yeah. Like have an artist that did stuff for the company? I know. That's weird. Yeah. I, I talked to the manager and he went up the ladder and they basically just 
didn't care. It's just GW. They don't care. Hmm. It's weird. So yeah, we ended up, I was able to find another ticket uh, to the baseball game. So we pretty much got to sit t- together. And we went down that Saturday. Just kind of took our time to head down. We listened to tons of country music with Pete. <laughs> right. Because he made Oh yeah, some... because you, you went the previous night. You didn't talk about that. Oh yeah, we went, we to, went to the, Keith. yeah, the previous night, the, you're right. We did record on Thursday right. when we did that podcast. And then the previous night, um, you went and gamed with some friends with the game group and Pete's Pete was wanting to really go down to this Toby Keith's, um, Hollywood corners place down in Norman. Right. And so me and Jennifer thought, well, fine, we'll just take him as the last night around. So we took him, we had a pretty good time. Him and Jennifer got drunk. <laughs> um he bought some drinks and she drank them too fast again <laughs> sure uh they both got pretty tipsy so i wanted to drink but i couldn't because i was the driver so i just let them have their fun right um they were drunk she was drunk really quick really fast so whenever so i think she drank before she ate yes so it, i heard well pete bought some drinks and then he bought a shot i mean when, when pete was ready he was ready to go right this wasn't casual drinking Pete night. This was drinking Pete night. I think this was also Pete's anxiety of traveling back home well, is hitting him. He really had a good time. Yeah. I think it's safe to say he had a really enjoyable time. No, I think here. so too. Absolutely. Um, and no, he didn't want to. And I would, you know, he had a bunch of trouble coming over oh, here. It was If a you have anxiety show. at all. Yeah. I would be thinking about the same thing. Absolutely. Like, oh, I hope I don't have this happen. Yeah. I hope I don't have this happen. And you don't know. Pete, so, Pete's a lot like me in that type of anxiety thing. So, so we, yeah, I get I'd it. I'd be right there with him. Um, anyways, they had a good time. They drank. We had some food. We had some laughs and all that. And then we we wrapped it up 9.30 or so, brought him back. Yeah, I don't think I wrapped up the game until like 2 in the morning. Yeah, I mean, Ugh. we were back way sooner than you, but we talked about some country music, and there was a little band playing, and Pete really enjoyed that. It was a bluegrass type man. Yeah. And he talked about listening to some country music, and I said, we'll do that tomorrow. So I made you listen <laughs> to the least country music I could sing to and sure. stuff like that, which was a lot of stuff Pete hadn't even heard. So he, I think he got a kick out of that, but he was also a little quiet because – just the anxiety of like, oh boy, I got to go travel for 24 mm-hmm. hours again. It really sucks. Um, we made it down to Texas. It was cold, folks. It was much colder than it should have been. The whole two weeks everyone was here, it was a nice 60, 70 degree at most. We went to that ball game in Texas, which is two and a half hours south of us where it should be warmer. We got a big cold front that came in that weekend. Yeah. And it wiped us out. And it was cold. The wind was cold. It was about 50, but that does not really explain how cold it was. Because it was just blowing on us the whole time. It surprises me that supposedly the temperature was only 50. I know. It was so cold. Pete was shivering. Pete was not enjoying. Pete, Pete, wow. Pete hated that. Um, if there's one thing we know about Pete, he hates he, baseball. He hates baseball with a passion. Yeah, with a passion. I can't blame him. And it was so cold. If that was my first experience too, man, I can't blame him. It was freezing cold. I'm a diehard Cubs fan, and we left before the end of the game. Yeah, Steve finally was like, "Okay, I'm ready to go." If you guys are, and we're well, like, I, "Yep, let's go." I knew he was not having a good time, and 
it's hard to have a good time if someone else isn't. And obviously, you know, the Cubs started losing, and we knew how things were going to go. And yeah, it happened. It's like, just, okay, fine, let's yeah, go. We can at least go be warm. Try and then to, the next day, so we dropped Pete off the next day. Yeah. After having some breakfast, we drop him off. Um, you know, he's nervous, obviously. We say our goodbyes. I walk him through security and as much yep. as I can. And then we le- we let Pete go. And then we go back to the game. Because we we the- they're down there for three three games. And I didn't go to opening day because it was a Thursday and just couldn't. Right. But I got tickets to Saturday and Sunday. So we went to the game on Sunday. We were in the middle where the sun was coming down. It was just as cold, but the difference was is the sun was beating right down on us because it was an earlier start time. And, and it was we hot didn't, as eh, We hot didn't as expect crap. it at all. We no. thought it'd be cloudy and the clouds burned off completely. I up until like last week I was still sunburned. For like, real? Right on my uh inseam of <laughs> uh-huh. my elbow. Uh-huh. Uh it was sore. <laughs> Like, I was bright red the next day, and I was covering myself in <laughs> lotion. We went from Saturday night dressing in multiple layers to having those layers, and we're there, and when the sun hits us directly, that sunlight just heats us up. It was horrible. If I didn't have a hat, I would have been dead. Well, I went and bought a hat because I was like, I'm going to die myself. Mm-hmm. And so I, I bought the cheapest hat I could find. I took the layers off, and as soon as this... <laughs> The shadow hit us. Oh, yeah. Which it finally hit us about <laughs> 630 or so. It got cold as crap. It's like, mm-hmm. what is this? Like some planet where it's like, <laughs> it's 150,000 degrees at daytime and it's minus 70 million in the night. Yeah. That's exactly what it was like. It was and not the, pleasant. And the Cubs shit the bed again. Oh, the, the, and uh, we drove back and that's the end of our story, folks. <laughs> it was... One of the most tiring two weeks I've ever had, but it was the one of the greatest two weeks I've ever had. Right, and there's just no way it can be anything else but that. I did try at the ball game. If you're looking for weird foods, Sunday I tried. I think it's called the Dilly Dog. They take <laughs> it was a hot the dilly dog, dog. Yep. They hollow out a giant pickle, and then they deep fry it all like a like a corn dog, mm-hmm. but with a pickle. But it's impossible to eat because the pickle is still full of the pickled juice or whatever so when you bite into it all the juice comes out and it makes everything soggy and it's terrible so you tried multiple different weird things at the baseball game and they were all horrible i tried the bacon wrap things or whatever with the cheese nah that wasn't so so you got me a slice of pizza and it was amazing (laughs) i tried something else i can't remember what it was i don't know oh i tried the i think it was like a deep fried cinnamon roll or something like that and it was like i waited in line for this thing i got it i had like two bites and i was like well there's there's nine dollars yeah they had a foul pole f-o-w-l which was a giant chicken tender like like, two feet long with (laughs) fries just so hopefully this is the last year oh the we didn't even talk about getting into the baseball game. That was just horrible. Yeah, we don't need to The whole stadium, this. if you're a Rangers fan, the good news is you got a new stadium coming next year. Right. Hopefully they'll get everything figured out because that was a very bad experience all around. Yeah, that, that really was. So, um, Man, anything else? I mean, I know we've talked a ton, but... I think we've covered most of it. We had a great time. We, you know... It was really weird coming back, and then like a few days later, like 
It was really funny. Jennifer's like, I miss Pete not coming by and talking to <laughs> us and stuff. So like we already started, you know, we got used to him being around for two weeks. So And like Pete stayed in my extra room and I, just today I put the table back in there. Oh, did you really? So it's been that long that I've been not dealing with stuff because I've just been, and it's not even, it's not even the thing, the tournament. Leading up to the tournament was months of contacting people, getting emails, getting registrations, getting rosters, getting everything taken care of. So I had been, and then on top of that, trying to keep the secret from you, trying to get everything coordinated with Pete, trying to get everything coordinated with the Swedes, and all of this had been going on for months. So when it finally ended... It still took me a while just to realize it's gone. Now you can relax. I can actually really relax. Right. And finish God of War, finally. On my PS4. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is there nudity in that? Do you get to hunt things? No. There's no sex in this one. Oh. Is that the one that you... you Go go over there, boy. Yeah. Boy. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, kind of... it was an amazing game. Good. There are issues with it, but story-wise, like if you want a story game, absolutely amazing. Huh. If you want a game that has non-repetitive fights and upgrades that don't feel worthless, maybe not your game. Gotcha. Um, anything else? Anything else? Anything else? Not that I can think of. So, hopefully, if Pete comes again, we'll have plenty of advance notice so we can let people know. Because I know some people said that they would have come if they'd had more notice in advance, but things are how they are. Yeah. I think if it's up to Pete, he's going to be back in Oklahoma at some point. I don't know when. Right. And I don't even know if it's for Oklahoma. Right. But. I would guess probably at least Oklahoma 10, so two years. Okay. We'll figure that out. We'll have to do something special to get people. Yeah, we need to start planning. Well, I need to start planning Nuffleween since you're going to be busy with... I'm going to the World Cup. Yeah. Yeah, I get rid of one tournament and I got it. At least I'm only going to that one. I've already got my tickets paid. We're getting the episodes recorded. Just got a... We got our Airbnb set. So it's just a matter of getting there, playing, and going. Huh? And then Italy, because we haven't done anything about that. Are y'all going to the place where prostitution is legal? I believe it is legal in Austria, yes. Ooh, look at Somebody you, sent me a link to a brothel. Somebody sent you a link? And I didn't they're, know what... They're it, taking care of I you. I thought it was a brothel, but it didn't like explicitly state on the webpage. But they had like theater rooms and stuff. Uh-huh. And then you had to go to another place which had rates for the women, I guess. Hmm. There's no way in hell I'd ever pay those rises. <laughs> Just insane. You're, you're too cheap. Oh, I'm way and, too and, cheap. And in love with your hand. Well, you know. I have two hands. What they don't know doesn't know. If if you're out there, if you're out there and you're thinking about like, hey, I like some female company, you need to call Steve up and say, Steve, I'm thinking about going over to this girl's house, and he'll go, just jack off, and then decide after that. It's not. I don't know why you keep attributing this to me. It's not like I'm the only person that says this. I know. It's what you do. You have to clear the chamber to get a free mind 
so that you can go, oh, okay, now it is worth it. You know the episode's over when we start going on these tangents. <laughs> <laughs> kind of uh, clear the chamber to clear your mind. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> our new t-shirt, <laughs> and we'll be having that up shortly. Uh, oh. Want to take a break and come back with shout-outs? I thought we've already done shout-outs, but yeah, let's take a break and come back with some shout-outs. Shout-outs! It's shout-out time. So I'll just run through the sponsors again. Tursus Miniatures, Miniatures, Hobby Holder, Willy Miniatures, Woodenier, Diehard Dice, Army Painter, KR Multicase, Two Dice Uphill, and the Swedes. And I probably forgot some other people. But I'm not going back and double checking. Big thanks to Dustin Parsons. Yes. Uh, so much of this can't be done without him. Oh, and Wizard Asylum, as always. Big thanks to Wizard Asylum. Right. Um, big thanks to Steve Campbell. Thank you. And big thanks to you yeah, for helping. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and Ven helped. Yeah, and Jen helped. Help. Yeah. We've had a lot of help, so it's a it's a team effort. That's Absolutely. why the tournament runs really well. Big thanks to you guys again. It really sounds, I think, was it cliche or whatever to just thank the people because yeah. you can't do it without them. But that's really true. Um, it's really rewarding. Like I don't really believe you guys when you say like this is a really great tournament, man. I can't wait to come back and all this stuff. But the truth is, is a lot of you return, so that means you're probably <laughs> telling me the truth. It's true. But, I always have that self-doubt that you're just being nice to me and, yeah. or whatever, but we, I do appreciate that because just like you chose to come here for a weekend of your life. I mean, that, there is a your, reason why we keep trying to do better and better every year, right. too. I mean, like just like if we go to Cast Cup, we choose to travel that far yeah. for three or four days of our life. But, so. you know, that's also Chaos Cup, though. We go a lot because it's the major, it's the name. and I understand that, yeah. but there's a lot of people that come here because... It's a good event. It's us, if, yeah. if, if you really listen to them and they're telling the truth, then we must be doing something right. I believe we so, do. So without them here and spreading the word about it, we don't get as many people. I That's mean, very true. Can you imagine telling us, like Oklahoma 1 or 2, one day you're going to get over 50 people and it's not going to break your own record. <laughs> You know how crazy we'd have looked at you? And Pete Nifton will be here, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And by and the way. And people from Sweden and Canada showed up, you know. Yeah. Just whatever. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? It's crazy. So we've come a long way. So even, I mean, come on. We, me and you've talked about this privately. Even if we've had 20 less people, the tournament's still a success. Yeah, absolutely. So we just got to get those miniatures in and get them out. And, yep. you know, then I'll be really happy at that um, point. We've so. got a ton of stuff up on the shop. So please go there and support us. Um, yeah, we will have some the leftover prints of Pete Nifton signed and stuff. Yep. We'll have those. Up. Need to put those up. Um, Let's see. Um, traditional shout outs, and we're probably forgetting some people, and we apologize. We have been totally frazzled for the last month. We'll try to get back on a regular schedule. First up, uh, Spoon wanted us to let you know that he's doing Brewhouse Bowl. It's a two-day, five-game tournament in Waterloo, Ontario, Canada on may 25th and 26th it's their fifth year they're doing a lot of special prizes and giveaways they've also got a thematic twist of the tournament that they will be playing four rounds of the gw mini game brew house bash in between the rounds so he's a good friend of the podcast if you're up that way go ahead and make sure to check him out then 
Foul Bowl 3 is coming up in September 14th. More info on Talk Fantasy Football. Just F-O-U-L Bowl 3. Just look it up. Um, Philly B and Blood Bowl players in Maryland, we want to give you guys a shout out. Uh, he wants a Skaven in-depth show, which we could do that. Whole, he wants nothing but Skaven. Nothing but Skaven. Hmm. Like, talk about the race and the fluff and that. We can do that. I'm kind of down for that. There's some second edition stuff, too, like yeah. characters and stuff I wouldn't mind talking about. And Dustin just got my second edition team painted, so that's really awesome. Ooh, look at you. I am. You also, need to stop having Dustin do stuff, because I have stuff I want Dustin to do, but me, you, me, me, you me. World Cup buttholes me, 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 me. not only ousted me from the team, not but even you there. now I have to have a brand new painted team that all match, which is... That wasn't so my lame. idea. So lame. Wasn't my idea. So lame. Um, he's also curious, what's the best rookie Blood Bowl race? Rookie Blood Bowl race. Let's just say 1.0 million. Best rookie yeah. Blood Bowl race. Like, if we, if it's for a new player, I don't know. There's a reason they put humans and orcs in the box. They give you a good mix of skills. I mean... Good mix of... Everything. I guess I need the contents. If I'm I going know. to a tournament, I mean, dwarves have all these built-in skills. Yeah. Norse does too, but low armor. And, and dwarves are slow. Amazons have their own positive things. I, I always be, I've always believed, like, if you're trying to teach someone the game. Orcs are pretty good because they stay on the field. They're tough. I think Chaos is a good team because they have a very limited amount of skills. You you're don't saying have to worry. it keeps it simple. Yeah. If you like, you just want to barely teach someone and not mess with all the rules because mm. orcs have a whole bunch of rules you have to know <laughs> orcs they, well, have, they have block and sure hands dude okay well that's a good point well if you take goblins oh, you're but not nobody takes them and the troll you're not taking the troll yeah you do no you're not. yeah you do you are i'm okay. not i guess chaos has a minotaur so same problem okay <laughs> so it's a wash um if you just told me like right out of the box no skills. Let's say I'm going to take them to a tournament. Uh, I think dwarves would be good. I think orcs are not terrible. I think orcs are probably better just because you can score easier. But um, all that block is Chaos just... dwarves kind of give you some speed and some dwarves to yeah. block. Um, so that's the direction I, don't know. I would go, in my opinion. Underworld. For no reason. Just <laughs> no, underworld. No, you don't want underworld. Just underworld. No idea. Uh, let's see what else. Moritz Pelt wants to know thoughts on the Forge World model, Helmet, Zara, Gobbo Secret Weapons, and Troll. Did we already do this one? Um, Sure, let's do it again. What, I think what, what we did. We so, thoughts on the Forge World model, Helmet. Oh, man. If we've already done this, we could like say something totally against what we used to say. That's very possible. This is like a time-traveling episode. Yeah. So, Helmet, um, eh, he's okay. If I remember right. He's a fat, pudgy guy. Okay. With the yeah, chainsaw. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, look, he's okay. The Zara to me, or not the Zara. I kind of like. Kara. Oh, yeah, it is Kara. Carla. Carla. Carla Von Kill. Or bad. She's okay, too. But I don't know. I don't know if there's enough that makes. I, I, you're talking to the wrong guy. Yeah. I'm in love with Zara the Slayer. I love the old model. Mm -hmm. I love the idea. I know the other one's more affordable because you don't have the stakes and all that. I get all that. I think it's a better mod. I think it's a better star, but the old figure I like better. 
I like having the stakes just because you have that stab possibility. Yeah. I know it's all lame. Yeah. I why car like why Zar the Slayer? I can see why people connect to Buffy the Slayer, Vampire yeah. Slayer really quick. I don't think that. I never think that, and I should because yeah. there's stakes. And I Sarah, Sarah. I, I know. I mean, I just don't. I know. I got it. Um, yeah. Our problem with again our problem. Who was the other with, one? Uh, um, the secret weapons and a troll. The secret weapons are they're fine, different, but I don't. I'm not a fan of the chainsaw thing because it looks like a weed whacker or yeah. something. It looks like something I cut my bushes with instead of and the like, electronic noisemaker. Yeah, it's it, our all... problem with all of this stuff is it's Forge World. It's too expensive. We're not going to buy them. That that is straight off. Th- that's the real truth. If these were half the price and we could buy them in the store, we'd have them and we'd Th- be happy. That's true. That's that's more than fair. Yeah. I mean, you slap Forge World on there, they don't care if we're going to buy them or not. Because yeah. they sell one, they make up the price for like the four or five they would have sold in the store. And if, like I said, if if these were just blind figures that we had to judge just on what they are, not where they came from, we'd enjoy them more. But when we know they're Forge World, we have to take into consideration the price, and the, nothing overcomes that. My, the only one that does was the uh, the coach that we just got for your birthday. Um, Bugman or whatever? Yeah, Joseph Bugman. Yeah, I really like that miniature. That was really cool. But there's also a special thing. So, I know everybody thinks I'm bashing Blood Bowl. I'm not. I just don't like so many of these dynamic poses where they're on one foot. It's just not my thing. It's just, it's not my thing for Blood Bowl. It's not my thing for like, I want a D&D miniature. It's not my thing for, I want to play this game, but want some miniatures. It's never been my thing. I don't need a pose of a cyborg <laughs> with one leg in the air to, for my brain to create that this guy can run down the hall right. in a board game. I just don't need that. Agreed. I, I never have. So that's never bugged me. Yeah. I don't even like the hero clicks like that. I'd rather them have a, a good, solid, heroic pose that doesn't have to be jumping in the air or mid-lunge or something like mm-hmm. that. I know what they do on the field. So they're, they're catering what they're putting out for the price they're not going to get me to buy it's it's like the um the griff figure was it fifth edition griff that's like jumping um you know what i'm talking about the one where he's kind of leaping forward oh yes 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 i don't care about him either yeah for the same exact same because he is like just leaning forward in a weird way and some of the other figures that they're kind of off one foot in like second edition or third edition I don't remove that little piece because I don't want them to get bent and broke off. I just color that piece like I green. like the old kickers, though. I, I Sure. But that's it. I mean, I, I get yeah. it. I, I get it. I'm not just. Dis- but there's a reason for them to be on one right. leg. Right. So that's just me. Yeah, I agree. Again, if these were coming to the store. And they were 12 bucks each. And they were. We'd have them. Let's say they were a $12 for a Bombardier or. You get a bombardier in this dude for fifteen dollars, mm-hmm. and then in this kit you get this. Yeah, they'd probably be bought just to help Here's your support secret the, weapons for twenty five bucks. Yeah, but it's really hard to do the Forge World stuff. No, I mean, I, I just can't. A lot of people complain about everybody holding a football. That doesn't bug me at all. I'm fine with that. It's the one leg thing. I dislike people holding the ball, but let's let's right because your imagine same thing. Your imagination. You don't need that to like. 
pull you in like, oh, they could carry the ball. Well, yeah. Also, if he doesn't have the ball, he doesn't have the ball. He shouldn't have the ball. And I, it's probably not true that they, they're fragile and they break. But you know how many of these little rat tails that I've seen break now? Yeah. Beautiful miniatures. Mm-hmm. Beautiful miniatures in New Skaven. I don't want to own them, though, because they even when we have the giveaways and, and transporting them, they yeah. break off somehow. It happens. And it's sad because they're, they're beautiful models. Yeah. I, I like the dwarf models because a lot of those aren't too far off the ground. Mm-hmm. And at least the, the jumping beard guys, they're pretty solid. I kind of like those. But they're solid. Yeah. Is is like I don't think I'm gonna drop that and break no, it. No, definitely not. So that that's my argument. Okay, so, fair no enough. Big deal. So I guess to round this off, we do have a T-shirt for the World Cup to give away. So what are we gonna do? I don't know. Hmm. Give away. We're at on Facebook. We're at 888 likes. Should we get up to 900? And then what? Give out a T-shirt? But I don't know how we do that. I mean, how do we, yeah. How do we do that? People have to share stuff. I, I don't know. Let's let's not do that. Let's uh, how about this? We will think about what we're gonna do for next month. Maybe even have a fluffy thing to do for a giveaway. Maybe That's they have to write something. Yeah. Maybe not a both down approved thing, but maybe something in the vein of fluff, and uh, we'll give out that T-shirt from there. Okay, sounds you good. Know, you never know. We could come up and say, come up with a World Cup uh, All Star or something like that. Okay. So we're also we'll, giving away one at the World Cup Report podcast if you want to go over there. Ooh. But that requires re- writing a report or not a report, but a share or <laughs> oh. a review. That's you what I was trying to think of. This is a gimmick. We could say, like, why do you hate the other Blood Bowl podcast and give us reasons and list your name. <laughs> and we could say that. Here. And we'll never. Wow. We could just do that and just say someone's <laughs> name just to get him in trouble. This so one comes from a Michael, not Lewis, <laughs> Stone Brown. Uh, it's Johnny Bull. Johnny Bull says he hates uh, certain other podcasts really a lot. Wow, that's really mean of him. Why would he hate a podcast from Texas? I don't know. <laughs> like he knows what Texas is. Uh, it's been an adventure, folks. Okay, well, this is a super long episode. We'll wrap it up and we'll be back. I guess if this is coming out about the first, maybe the third week of the month, then try to get back on schedule. I only have a couple more weeks of sport weekends with the kids. And as much as I love them playing sports, I'm so ready for this season to be over. We had three soccer games yesterday. That's stupid. They're under 10. We had three soccer games. That's just stupid. Nuts. Anyways, let's wrap this up. See you next month. See ya. You can follow Both Down on Twitter at Both Down. You can follow Scott at Fat Finley, F A T F I N L E Y, and Steve at Kilowog2814. If you want to know if your team name is Both Down approved, send a tweet to at BD approved. If you'd like to email them, the email address is bothdownpodcasts at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at bothdown.com or at facebook.com forward slash bothdown. We got winners, we got losers 
Chain smokers and boozers And we got yuppies We got bikers And we've got thirsty hitchhikers And the girls next door dress up like movie stars I love this bar We got cowboys, we got truckers Broken hearted fools and suckers And we got hustlers, we got fighters Early birds and all-nighters And the veterans talk about their battle scars mm-hmm. I love this bar I love this bar Walking through the front door Puts a big smile on my face It ain't too far Come as you are I love this bar I've seen short skirts We've got high techs Blue-collared boys and rednecks We got lovers, lots of lookers I've even seen dancing girls and hookers And we like to drink our beer from a mason jar Seventy-two. Why? Mm-hmm. I just love this bar. 
on out, boy. Beer 30 is over. Gotta take it on home.